0: The following is another KKPR Sports Presentation. 98.9 The Vibe Presents High School Football. Proudly made possible in part by The Vibe Sports Club and our other sponsors you'll hear during our broadcast. Up next is the Hogemeyer Hybrid Pregame Show.
2: And good evening, everyone. Welcome to week number two of the 2023 state football season here in Nebraska. Doug Duda with you from Duncan Field on a scorching night, a scorcher that will get this weekend going. The only break we had was about this time last week when all the storms came through central and south-central Nebraska and affected many of the games, including a couple of them that were played right here in Hastings. For St. Cecilia last week, they were on the road to the east at Wilbur Claytonia. They started late because of the heat and then uh, were able to finish up their football game and win that top ten battle over Wilbur over Claytonia. They're playing a team tonight that's probably just as good, a team that uh, would have a chance to make it into the top ten, has playoff potential, and that's the Amherst Broncos as they come in tonight after playing 11-man for the first time in a long time last year, the first team out of the playoffs last season. They were tested in the first half but kind of shot themselves in the foot a couple of times. They were tied with Wood River at halftime but then shut them out in the second half and went on and cruised to a victory in that contest uh, against Wood River by a score of 56-21. to So both teams 1-0. Amherst not in the rankings, but Hastings-St. Cecilia right in that 6-7 area in Class C2. Like I said, it is a scorcher here, at least for the fans. They're outside here in the outfield of the baseball field in temporary bleachers, and there is a nice little breeze that is rolling around here between 10 and 15 miles an hour. But the actual temperature right now is 92 degrees. Humidity is not that bad, uh, but as we sit here in the press box, the sun setting and glaring right into us. We have the hottest spot in Hastings for the next few minutes as we get ready for tonight's football game. It's one of many games, as usual, on our network of stations. We've got all three Hastings covered tonight. Hastings is at... York on 12.30 a.m. and 104.1 f.m. KJS And Adams Central is taking on Holdridge. And that game is on ESPN here in Hastings. That is 92.7 f.m. and 15.50 a.m. ESPN and Carney, which is 92.1 f.m. or 14.60 a.m. Carney County. Catholic is out at Hershey. And finally, on News Channel Nebraska Television tonight, it's the top two teams in C1 playing in Albion as Boone Central is taking on Aurora. And we hope you will enjoy all of the action here this evening. Should be a good one. St. Cecilia and and Amherst getting ready to battle it. And we will hear from the coaches, Flair and Fair and of the Broncos and Clint Head of the Blue Hawks as we continue on the Meyer Hybrid's pregame show right after this on the Vibe 98.9. Summer's
3: cooling down, but the deals are heating up at Buzz's Marine with September steals Save big on new fishing boats or pontoons at Buzz's this month or check out their inventory of certified pre-owned boats. Get the best deal on the boat you want and still have plenty of time to enjoy the fishing season. Stop by today at 507 Central Avenue in Kearney or call 308-234- 4576 to head have your boat ready when you arrive. Come save big at Buzz's Marine with their September steals promotion.
4: Hastings Ford Lincoln wants to buy your vehicle. Due to the current national inventory shortage and rising customer demand, it is a great time to sell your vehicle. Your vehicle is most likely worth more now than it has been for the last year or more. Our experienced staff will evaluate your vehicle and write you a check for actual cash value. Give us a call at 402-303-1072 to see if your vehicle qualifies and to schedule an appointment with one of our evaluators. Hastings Ford Lincoln. We are Nebraska.
2: Back on the Meyer Hybrids pregame show on the Vibe ninety eight nine as the Amherst Broncos travel to Hastings to take on St. Cecilia. Farron Klingelhofer, head coach of the Broncos, with us here. And, Coach, off to a good start. I mean, something about this Wood River game, uh, those first half are knee knockers, and uh, this year you're able to pull it off as opposed to what happened to you guys last year. Uh, Got to be a good feeling this week.
5: Yeah, I'm really proud of the boys. Um, you know, we talked about last year a lot leading up to, the game on Friday night and just how we needed to finish. Um, we kind of let that one slip away during the fourth quarter last year. And so um, kind of had a unique halftime with the weather delay, um, but we came out and, you know, just told the boys like, you know, it's now or never we've got to, we've got to go out and win the game. Um, and so they answered that call and uh, really proud of them for kind of getting that monkey off of
2: our back, so to speak, um, and getting in the wind column right away. It was kind of reverse. St. Cecilia was out at Wilbur, so they started late because of the heat and got it done here in central Nebraska. We all had to wait through, and as this was a tie game at halftime, what did you and your staff say to the kids, because you don't talk to them for the whole 90-minute break, but uh, uh, how did that help uh, get you with a little extra time into the right uh, frame of mind to go out and really just uh, blow things out in the second half?
5: Yeah. You know, really, we didn't have to, we didn't do a whole lot as far as X's and O's goes during halftime. We, you know, we told them just to kind of stick to our guns. And, um, we, we kind of dug ourselves in a hole, um, on a couple of the plays that we gave them for, for scores, one with a, um, a bad punt and a botched, um, punt catch, um, and set them up with really good field position and, uh, then we gave up a big a big pass play just with a blown coverage. And so we just kind of reminded them, like, hey, we're consistently moving the ball. We're consistently stopping their run game. We just got to make sure we're playing our positions and, and come out and keep doing what we do, and, and uh, it'll pay off in the end, and it sure did.
2: Talking with Amherst football coach, Farron Klingelhofer, we got two questions that aren't directly related to football here. I guess first... We know that Amherst has some really good athletes, known for wrestling. Now the basketball has been really good. You got a couple kids that can hit a golf ball. How many of these guys would you say are true football players, or do you have a team that's full of just athletes?
5: Uh, we've got a little bit of both. Um, I think if you asked the boys what their what their first sport was, uh, we get. A wide array of answers, and maybe even all the way um, down to golf and, and track and field with some of them, so uh, we definitely have some guys that that live for football, and then, like you mentioned we 've got some guys that really can do it all, um, and their first love might be a different sport, but they 're so talented that they 're uh, really good football players as well
2: second year of eleven man football, how much more comfortable was everybody in the off season? Uh, going to camps, and then uh, even here in the preseason?
5: Uh, It's made a big difference. Um, You know, last year, especially starting off the the season, we were still trying to figure out um, some personnel things, where people would be, um, and just kind of settling into things. So we are way ahead of of where we were last year as far as what we're doing on the field and the boys' ability to adapt and change and make calls and just – being comfortable with, with what we're doing. Um, and we went up to the Shatteron State um, team camp, and that was a, a really good camp for us. So just all those experiences of last year, camp and the offseason, um, have really paid off for us this year.
2: Talking with Amherst Head Football Coach Farron Klingelhoffer here on the Hoganmeyer Hybrids pregame show. What went into the decision uh, to have Taj Hadwiger be your quarterback? Was it him all along? Was it a competition? I mean, you have played him at other positions uh, during his career.
5: Yeah, so um, the quarterback position kind of is an inherent position of leadership on the offense, and um, he's definitely you know one of those guys that is a leader um, on and off the field, does everything right, um, just a great kid. Uh, so, so we wanted him to kind of lean towards that role and try to take that role over. Um, but it wasn't given to him. There's competition. We got a couple junior boys, um, a sophomore and a freshman that all can play quarterback. Uh, and Paige is a weapon on the outside as well at receiver. And so, uh, we kind of wanted just to play it out and see where through our, our fall camp practices and see, you know, where his best fit was going to be for the team. Um, and as things played out, uh, his ability to, Um, Just be the leader for the offense and then create when things don't go as planned. He's really, really good at ad-libbing, and he's athletic. uh, And so that's ultimately what won him that job. Um, But don't be surprised if you see him split out wide from time to time.
2: Farron, it took us five minutes to get to the star of the show from last week. Jesse Tesmer breaks the single-game school rushing record it's kind of a two-part question tell me about jesse who's also a linebacker that kind of goes hand in hand for a lot of high school football players and you guys have been used to chucking the ball around the field uh, quite a bit uh, talk about the change in philosophy the last couple of years and then obviously what jesse did last week
5: yeah so um we've all been kind of uh, since i've been back as head coach wanting to be uh run first um and establish the run and and then play action off of that and utilize our receivers and our our, uh, athletes in in space on the edge. Um, Now, sometimes we might have to throw a little bit more to loosen up the run game um, just within the game, but uh, we're always run first and we want to be physical at the line of scrimmage. Uh, Jesse is kind of the epitome of that, physical. Um, and I'm not ashamed to rattle off some of his numbers. He's a very humble kid, um, and, and he's had a long long go to get to where he's at um but at 195 pounds um we clocked him at a laser for like high four five forty
6: yeah.
5: um a 35 inch vertical benches 315 squats almost five i mean just a phenomenal athlete change the direction uh is also um really superb for a guy his size uh so we knew or, you know all of the coaches i knew just from working with him in the weight room and um, getting him back to where he's at through track season, that this was possible, um, and he's got a great burst. So we just need to give him a little crease, um, and he can make the rest happen. But really happy with with what he's been able to do, um, overcoming some of the injuries he's had throughout his career and, and where he's at today.
2: The last minute here with Amherst coach Farron Klingelhofer. Uh, ben McGee, blocks for him as a fullback. He was your leading tackler last week. As you kind of mentioned, the 21 points weren't necessarily – on your defense. They were put in some bad positions. I had to be pretty pleased overall with the way they played then.
5: Yeah, um, going into the first game, you know, too, with Wood River, um, having a switch at, at head coach with uh, Russ Camp taking over that program. We kind of knew what we thought we might get from them, um, uh, and then we got a few different looks, and so some of that adjusting happened on the fly, and that's just a game one without having any film, and and uh, so our boys adapted well, and I would say yeah, defensively, even though sometimes we were maybe not in the best of positions, um, we made up for it with our speed and athleticism. And and Ben, uh, like you said, he he's very fast on the edge. He's physical. Um, he's done a great job for us wherever we've needed to use him throughout his career and uh, expect him to do big things on both offense
2: and defense for us this year. Well, as we said, you ran the ball last week. Hastings St. Cecilia, who loves to run it, actually chucked the ball, of course, with Carson Kudlachik the last few years. He could do everything. Didn't go well for you guys last year. Uh, I'm, I'm interested in what you're seeing from Hastings St. Cecilia. And secondly, this just happens. I mean, Amherst, uh, how many people live in Amherst? Less than 1,000 when you come over. And then Hastings St. Cecilia, there's Bluehawks across the jersey. How much is it getting over that? You don't play them, you're not rivals with them. Uh, see them in the holiday basketball tournament the last couple years, but talk about what you see from them and getting over the hump against a larger city school.
5: Yeah, um, I'll start with just them, with Hastings Saint Cecilia. Uh, They're very well coached. Um, Offensively, they do some things to um, make you choose what you're going to take away uh, and how many guys you're going to put in the box, how many guys you're going to put into coverage. Uh, With Jensen Anderson, number three on the outside, um you've got to account for his speed um and his ability to get open and so uh they they do a good job of utilizing their weapons um, and then defensively they're really sound on um, are aggressive with their front seven their linebackers are are good players uh, with kissinger in the middle and so we know that we've got a different challenge this week and that we'll have our hands full um and that's credit to them i mean, they got a good program and um and our boys are ready to compete. You know, I know you said, hey, Team St. Cecilia, um, the tradition that they carry coming from a bigger school. Um, but we don't look at ourselves as being the small-town school anymore. Um, the, the team that moved up from eight-man, we are an 11-man program, and, um, and we'll compete as best we can with anybody.
2: All right, Farron, we're looking to a great football game tonight here on The Vibe and appreciate the time. Uh, best of luck. All right, thank you, Doug. Fern Klingelhoff, head coach of your Amherst Broncos, we'll talk with Clint Head of the Blue Hawks of Saint Cecilia right after this on the Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame show.
7: and see why experience matters to us specializing in you
8: for professional service to keep your business running smoothly call helman maine costler and coddle don't let your financial accounts become overtaxing let helman maine costler and coddle take care of the accounting while you worry about taking care of your business they can do it all, from a large company to small businesses. They make it a priority to do the best to help take the stress out of the numbers. Best of luck to all the area athletes in tonight's game from Hellman, Maine, Kossler, and Cottle.
2: Week number two of Friday Night Football on the 598 eight nine. We are at historic Duncan Field to watch state-rated Hastings St. Cecilia take on Amherst and head coach Clint Head joining us here on the Hogan-Meyer Hybrids pregame show and coach uh we'll get into it but these two teams both got off to wins and did it in fairly different ways last week but on the road top 10 matchup uh you get a win with some new personnel out there how'd you feel about it
9: well anytime you can go to wilbur nebraska and win a football game you're gonna feel pretty good um, they do a great job down there and uh, i give them a lot of credit they're a physical physical football team and um you know it took everything we had uh to stay in that thing and then to pull it out in the end and uh, fortunately, you know, our quarterback and our receivers and our offensive line made some plays at the end of that game, and, and our defense was, we felt like our defense was pretty good all night. I mean, uh, played pretty physical, kept them out a couple times, um, stopped them at the end of the game, um, got them off the field, which
2: really helped us. Did you get any kolaches while you were down there?
9: No, I, <laughs> we didn't get down there early enough. We had to push the game back to 8 o'clock. So
2: Yeah, I, and, and that was something to have to get through. I'm, I'm guessing everybody's a little happier with not going through all of those distractions this week.
9: Yeah, without a doubt. It, it, hopefully, we get into kind of a groove here and it gets
2: back to being normal a little bit. Just kind of break down a little bit more. Was it more about your defense or your offense? And what were you pleased with? What did you really address in practice this week?
9: Well, I think, I mean, I think, you know, all three phases, uh, there were things that we needed to work on. Um, you know, I really thought the defense played well. I really did. And, and offensively, uh, we've got to run the football better. Um, there's no secret to that. Uh, we had some kids and, and, you know, our quarterback made some plays and we had a couple of receivers make plays and we got behind the defense and, you know, we got behind them three times. And so that was, that was the ball game for us on offense. And, uh, defensively, I thought we did a really good job because we're really well prepared. They tackled well. They played hard. Um, you know, and they really stepped up to that physical challenge because Wilbur's going to come at you. They're, they're good up front. Uh, that's a big offensive line that is really physical up front. And, uh, I was really excited about how our kids played.
2: Of course, for folks that missed it, uh, that was the Chase Evans to Jensen-Anderson connection. Uh, Chase threw for 226, 146 of that to Jensen, and two touchdowns. So, Since it was big play offense, are you a little concerned that uh, outside of about five plays, the per yards per play uh, wasn't anywhere close to what you want?
9: Yeah, I mean, that's, that's one thing is you, we knew it coming into the year. Uh, we were going to look a little different this year about how we wanted to do things and what it needed to look like. And, uh, we were running some stuff in week one and didn't know, you know, exactly what we had. You know, you can have all the scrimmages you want in the world, but until you get out there and step underneath the lights, when you have new kids on the field and uh, especially up front, when you're starting three new guys in the offensive line, uh, you don't know what you have. And so I think we figured some of that stuff out and, and, uh, it'll look maybe a little different this
2: week. Talking with Clint Head, head football coach at uh, Hastings Saint Cecilia, as they get uh, ready for the home opener today here against Amherst. Uh, What were you most uh, pleased with in the football game?
9: Uh, I think I think how physical we played. Uh, I think we walked off the field that night, and as a coaching staff, we were collective. Kind of, we we were happy with how physical our kids played in that football game.
2: All right, you take on an Amherst team that was physical in their win against Wood River although there were a lot of points here which uh, when you kind of watch on film probably opens up uh, make you smile a little bit that you might be able to hit a couple of big plays but Jesse Tesmer uh, they just gave him a bag of dirt and he ate it uh, what did you see from Amherst <laughs>
9: I you, we were you know we walked out of the fire and into another one they they're big up front uh, they've got some kids coming back uh, from last year they're big up front. Really nice quarterback. Um, defensively, uh, they cover the field well. They cover the deep ball well. So that's you know that's a concern for us. We're going to have to run the football better. But uh, they're, they're a well-coached football team. And uh, you know they're going to tackle well in space. They've got some athletes. and Like I said, they're big up front. They put up a lot of points last week. So defensively, we're going to have to be pretty sound.
2: Clint Hadhead, football coach at St. Cecilia. Amherst was just getting back into 11-man football when you played them last year. Do you think this game is going to be a lot different than the one you guys played last year?
9: I think every year is different. Uh, you know, it's different kids. It's different, different situation. It's different mentality, uh, you know. Um, so, yeah, I, I have a hard time comparing year to year. The only thing I can really get out of that is maybe scheme how they're going to line up against us a little bit and uh, some of the other things that they're going to do that they didn't show last Friday night. Um, I think they ran ISO like 18 times last Friday night, so that tells you they're going to come downhill at you, um, and that's what they want to get started with.
2: Special teams, you talked about having to work on all three uh, sections of the game. Well, what did you see from you know, PATs, punts, kickoffs, all that goes around your special teams' returns? Uh, did you like most of that?
9: I mean, you know, the the snap and punt timing was pretty solid. Uh, I thought our coverage was decent. Um, you know, when we look at kickoff, I thought we did a couple of good things in kickoff coverage. We continue. We need to continue to defeat blocks and and go down and make the tackles. And then, you know, um, PAT field goal wise. Uh, we had a penalty in there and so it backs you up and then you get a kick blocked, you know, so, um, we have to do a better job in, in that phase of, you know, getting the snap down and getting good protection and getting the kick off. So, um, uh, we had a lot of penalties last week and, and, uh, you know, that's one thing we really got to clean up and grade eight penalties last week. So, and they were, you know, minor things, you know, as far as procedure and that kind of stuff. And those are things you can work on in practice. Um, but but they happen at big times,
2: and so okay. that makes it tough. Yeah, those five-yarders, you see a lot of that opening night, maybe uh, not necessarily turnovers, but balls on the ground or incomplete passes that are a little bit off the mark here. And as you get ready uh, for a week two here, Clint Head with us for just another minute. It's hot last week, yet it was a close game. Did you get a chance to see your depth uh, at any position? I felt like we were in pretty good
9: shape. I I really felt like our conditioning uh, was something that helped us out tremendously. I mean, we only got 31 guys, so, um, you know, you have to be in shape. And I felt like we were in pretty good shape. Uh, We were able to rotate some kids in um, on the defensive and offensive line, which I think
2: helped us out. And so we had some young kids some playing time that needed to get some time. All right, Clint, uh, home opener. That's always special, too. I'm sure the kids are jacked.
9: They're excited to play in Duncan. Uh, We like playing there and uh, the kids are really
2: excited to play in Duncan. All right, Coach, uh, keep them healthy. Best of luck, and uh, can't wait to get this thing kicked off. Appreciate the time. I appreciate it. Thank you for all the coverage. That's the head coach of your Hastings St. Cecilia Bluehawks in Clint Head, and we'll be back to Duncan Field for the starting lineup for our Friday Night Football Contest on The Vibe right after this on the Hogemeyer Hybrid pregame show. And it's time now for the starting lineups brought to you by Five Points Bank, the better bank in Kearney. For the visiting Broncos of Amherst, at the center is number 77, 6'1", 200-pound sophomore, Cope Smith. At the guards, on the left side, number 59, 5'9", 180-pound senior, Kyle Tobenheim, And the right guard, number 65, 6'1", 255-pound junior, Bo Sir. As we take a look at the tackles, on the right side is number 55, 6'2", 230-pound junior, Tucker Stubbs. The left tackle is number 66, 6'4", 245-pound senior, Wyatt Anderson. The tight end is number 46, 6'4", 175-pound senior, Carter Reesland. The wideouts are number 5, 5630 pounds sophomore in Easton Malik, and number 11, 6'1", 175-pound senior in Owen Stokebrandt. In the backfield, the fullback, number 22, 6 foot, 185-pound senior, Ben McGee. Number 30 is your back. That's Jesse Tesmer, 5'11", 195-pound senior. And the quarterback, number 4, 6'4", pounds senior, Tage Hadwig. Amherst one after getting the win against Wood River. The head coach is Farron Klingelhofer, assisted by Colin Pfeiffer, Jerome Malik, Joe Radke, Preston Peterson, and Vance Jones. They're presenting the colors here at this time. We will take a look at the... Starting lineup for the Hawks of Hastings Saint Cecilia in just a moment. We can tell you that our injury report is brought to you by Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back into the game of life with a location near you. We'll want to keep an eye on quarterback Chase Evans, who was banged up in practice this week for Saint Cecilia, and back is going to be uh, Carter Rieslin, who did not play last week for Amherst. And there you have it. We'll be back with more in a moment.
11: Tonight's starting lineup is presented by Five Points Bank. Better choices, better service. Welcome to Five Points Bank, a very proud sponsor of all our area teams and coaches. Five Points Bank can take your banking and make it simple. Five Points Bank in Grand Island and Kearney, the better bank.
12: CHS Agri-Service Center is proud of the area athletes and wishes them good luck in the game. CHS Agri-Service Center in Alma, Holdridge, Bertrand, Loomis, Roseland, Smithfield, Overton, Bladen, Blue Hill, and Elm Creek. People and resources you can count on always. Jackson's
13: Car Corner has built a reputation for high-quality hand-picked vehicles, good, clean, low-mileage cars, vans, and pickups. Stop by today and see them at Jackson's Car Corner, 3rd and Colorado in downtown Hastings, where our customers send their friends.
2: Time now to take a look at the starting lineup for the Hawks of hastings saint Sicilian. The center is number 77, 240-pound sophomore Trevin Lindauer. At the guards on the left side is number 58, 240-pound senior Braxton Wiles. And the right guard, number 75, 215-pound senior Thomas Thomas. At tackle... On the left side is number 55, 200-pound freshman in Andre Sabodka. And the right tackle, number 52, 175-pound senior, Max Rodriguez. The wide receivers are number 3, 165-pound senior, Jensen Anderson. Number 4, 165-pound junior, J.J. Schaefer. And number 10, 155-pound junior, J.P. Hercher. The halfback is number 22, 180-pound senior, Dawson Kissinger. The I-back, number seven, 170 pound senior Quinn Rosno, and a quarterback number 13, 165 pound senior Chase Evans. 1 0 after their win against 10th ranked Walmart Claytonia, ranked as high as 6th in C2. The head coach is Clint Head, assisted by Gerald Kissinger, Joe Diden, Max Lawrence, Gene Conan Tanner, Fate Jared Prevett, and Jake Jarzinka. The starting lineup's brought to you by Five Points Bank, the better bank in Kearney. Amherst will receive the football. Just a little cockeyed here in the outfield at Duncan Field, but for the most part, the field does run from south to north. The wind that we do have here tonight will be coming out of the south at about 12 miles an hour. And you've been listening to the Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame show. Contact Terry and Jason Stark, your Hogemeyer Hybrids seed dealer. And we are ready to get our football game underway on KKPR-FM. Kearney, Hastings, Grand Island, Amherst and the World Wide Web at newschannelnebraska.com. Stoker, Brandon, and Malik are back deep for Amherst. Wiles has it on the tee here for the Hastings-St. Cecilia Bluehawks. Kicking it off in about 92 degree weather here tonight in Week 2. Waiting for the official to blow it ready for play. He does so. And Week 2 is is underway. The left-footed kick is a low-line drive kick that's headed out of bounds at the 20-yard line, and it does just get out for a minute there. Owen Stokebrand thought he might have to pick it up. It only rolled out of bounds by about a yard, and it looks like Amherst says that's fine. We don't want him to kick it over. Let's just set up and go. So Amherst will be going into the wind here in the first quarter of play, and what sun there is, you would say that they would be going into as well, just because we're a little offset here at Duncan Field. So you've got a team that likes to run, a team that likes to pass, and we talked about that in the pregame. How much of that will we see here tonight? The first offensive play for the Broncos in the gray-silver pants with the white tops and the red numerals. Black pants all blue with black numerals for the Hawks. And we get the right football in there. Hadwiger is out of the pistol. He's got twins to the short side. That's the near side, or the St. Cecilia sideline as we view it from here. He's got both of his wideouts there. First out in 10. First play of the ball game from the 35. Hadweger out of the power eye. Takes the snap. Pitches it to Tesmer who broke the school record last week. He gets the corner. He's got five. He's got eight. He stays bounds. He goes. Goes across the 45, and he nearly gets to midfield. He's going to be put down at the 48 or 49-yard line. That's going to be a 13-yard gain on the first play of the game for Jesse Tesmer. Again, last week, 277 yards, as we talked about it with Coach Klingelhofer in the pregame. That was good enough to break the single season or single game record. They played eight-man for a long, long time. Most of these 11-man records are about 15 to 20 years old if they are current, if they're some of the old-time Broncos, and then uh, back of the day. Back to the power eye, and give credit to McGee, the fullback up front. Same formation, twins to the left side, the short side. Hadwiger turns. He'll give it to Tesmer again, and this time there's nowhere to go. He runs into Dawson Kissinger, who wraps him up at the line of scrimmage, maybe even lost a half a yard. It'll be second down and ten. So trying to see, get it outside, run it inside. Will they go to the right? Will they stay on the left? It's second down and ten. At their own 48-yard line just underway. Again, other games tonight. Have all the Hastings schools covered. Hastings at York is on KHAS, ESPN and Hastings. It's Adam Central and Holdridge. While Carney Catholic Hershey on ESPN in Kearney. On second down, Hadwiger sets him down. Here comes the Blitz. He's going to hand it off the right side. Tesmer runs by the Blitz into St. Cecilia Territory. Breaks a tackle and gets to the 45-yard line. Again, Kissinger is over there. But it's going to be a gain of about six yards on the play. And it'll be third down and four.
6: Third
2: and four. So a good start here for Amherst as the kick went out of bounds. And Amherst was able to start at their own 35, 13 on the first play. Got them out here to the 48. And now it is third down and four at the Hawk 45-yard line. This time they'll go three-wides, twin to the wide side, and they'll take it and out of the shotgun, hand it off on a little end around. McGee looking for a block. He didn't get one, and he's going to be tackled at the line of scrimmage. Nice job coming in there. Fighting off his block that time was Jensen Anderson. No gain on the play. It'll be fourth down and four. And decision time here for Amherst. Got a good start. You sure don't want to give it to the Hawks at the 45, and it looks like they are going to send the punt team out and try and pin them deep in their own territory Jenton Anderson will go stand at about his 10 yard line and a putt away will be Braylon Russell, the junior as they chew up two minutes on the first play of the first drive of the game good high kick, Anderson's going to let it bounce, and if Amherst can locate it, they'll down it inside the 10, maybe inside the 5, and that's exactly what they'll do, covered there by Cale Tommenheim, Graydon Fisher was down there as well and it looks like they'll mark it just inside the five. That's going to be a 40-yard punt for the Broncos to get this game underway. So the Hawks will start at their five is where we will officially call it. It is definitely very hard for all of us in the press box with the sunshine. You really can't see the lines down at that side of the field. So you look for the down marker, and looks like he's right on the five. So Evans will take the first snap out of the pistol. He was their leading rusher last week, and He will want to give it to Rosno. Rosno off the left side finds a little bit of a hole, and he's going to drag defenders for a few yards to the 9. It's going to be a gain of 4 for Quinn Rosno. Last week they just did not get the run game going like they wanted to in talking with the coach head and knowing that they have to just give the ball to Rosno more often. He had 8 carries for 19 yards, while Evans had 21 carries for 51 yards, but they did throw for 226 yards in that contest. Actually gave him a little bit more than that, and they're going to hand it off to him again off the right side. They actually marked the ball out at around the 12-yard line, so it was a gain of seven on the first play, and he's going to be close to the first down, but short here. A gain of two. It'll be third down and one. Hawks going no huddle, but looking to the sideline here to Coach Head just for the play call. No huddle, not quite what no huddle used to be. It's just everybody standing around waiting for the call to come in. You look at your wristband, and you run the play. Still spread formation here for Evans on third and less than a yard. Long count, takes the snap. He's straight ahead, follows Rosno off the right side, but he runs into the defense of Tesmer and company. I think he's got it. He didn't need much. Also right in there was Tucker Stubbs, and is enough down. for Chase Evans to get a first down.
6: Tesmer in on the tackle.
2: Gain of about one is all. But that's all they needed. So the first first down of the ball game here for Hastings-St. Cecilia scoreless with eight and a half to go. Back to pass. Evans wants to go deep. Looking for Anderson down the right side. No, instead it's going to be tipped and knocked away. No flag. He's going for Schaefer that time. On the coverage was Easton Malik. You just assume it's going to be Anderson. But he just ran three straight fly patterns. He had Anderson running down the middle of the field. Hershner down the left side. And he was looking one-on-one here for Schaefer, and it is broken up. That will bring up second down and 10. Mark the ball at the 16-yard line of the Hawks. Scoreless here. Yeah. Again, not wasting much time. Evans takes the snap, turns and hands it to Rosno off the left side, gets a block and comes scooting forward close to the 20-yard line. Going to be a nice gain on the play out to the 23, and that's going to be a gain of about seven. So it'll be third down and three. Eight minutes to go, first quarter. We're scoreless. Amherst got one first down, had to put it away from the Blue Hawk 45-yard line and stuck him at the five. Now St. Cecilia with a first down. And it's now third and three at the 23. Wants to pass. Evans, a little swing pass out of the backfield. It's complete here to Rosno, and Rosno's going to get enough for the first down as he comes across the 25 out to the, about the 28-yard line. A gain of five on the first completed pass Deception of the ball game.
6: For a, first down.
2: a couple of big plays last week through the air, obviously, to Anderson, Davis and that's where you want to look defensively first here for Amherst. Everybody knows that Anderson's the man that you got to cover because that's where half the offense came from last week. As he had four catches for 146 yards, two touchdowns. One of them was for 71. First and 10 motion from left to right, and there is going to be a flag for false start. They'll let the play run, but the right halfback took off, and this is going to be a legal motion as Evans kept it. He brought it out here to about the 35. But it's going to be a five-yard penalty here, the first of the ball game. And that'll bring up first and fifteen. Again, want will remind you that tomorrow, Hastings College has an early kick with this big heat up in Mitchell, South Dakota. They're playing Dakota Wesley, and that time has been moved up to an 11 a.m. kick. You can hear it on ESPN Tri Cities, and the pregame is at 10 a.m. tomorrow morning. Mike, Will, Jimmy Purcell, and the gang will have it for you. All right, we're down to 7:15 to go in a scoreless first quarter. First and 15 for the Hawks. Evans back to pass, looking over the middle. He's going to fire it, and it is in and out of the hands of J.P. Hirschner, Just a little bit behind him off his back shoulder, and you can tell right there that he had to look back into the sun and was a little careful. So if you want to throw the ball... Anything right now moving from south to north, you need to throw it to somebody on the left side of the formation so that when they turn back, they're not looking at the sun, but everything that they've done here so far has been to the right side of the formation on these three pass attempts because you are looking back into that sun. Now some press coverage being put on by Amherst. Evans wants to throw, has to step up in the pocket. He's got running room, 25, 30. Back to the middle of the field, 35. He breaks a tackle. He's got a first down to the 39, maybe even give him the 40-yard line. Chase Evans breaking containment, and it's going to be a gain of 16 and another St. Cecilia first down. They'll have it at their own 40-yard line on a drive that started at their 5. First
6: and 10, Blue Hawks on the 40-yard line. I
2: would love to march this baby down the field. At this rate, they might take the whole quarter up, but looking for points. Twins to the right side, again out of the pistol. That's what they're going to run. Evans, Rosno behind him. Single wide out to the left side. Evans turns, gives it to Rosno. Big hole off the right side. 45, runs over a man, and is going to have enough for a first down. The football got right to the midfield stripe and moved the chains. A gain of 10 for Rosno, so already better production on the ground for Rosno in this first drive than what they saw last week. Blue Hawks. He's got 26 yards now on four carries, and 45 yards have been chewed up here by the Hawks, but they got 50 more to go on this drive. Converted a third and short and a second and long. Again, three wideouts, Evans, Rosno, right side, and there's a good tackle made by Cope Smith. Had a good head of steam on him as he came off right guard and right tackle, and they been running over there. Give credit to Max Rodriguez and Thomas Thomas. Of course, Thomas getting all kinds of preseason love from uh, uh, all of us media folks. It's going to be a gain of two for Rosno officially. Second down and eight. Mark the ball at the 47 and a half yard line of Amherst. This time they'll go twins to the Amherst side. Ball on the near hash the right side near St. Cecilia. Over here on this side is going to be Schaefer looking left all the way and they're going to throw underneath the screen is wide open and there's running room for Quinn Rosno he's at the 30 he's at the 25 20 lowers his shoulder trucks on Amherst defender Hadwiger has to hold on for dear life and brings him down at about the 17 yard line Rosno was wide open on that screen out of the backfield it's going to be a gain of 30 and it's a five first down drive and they're not done yet a drive that started at their own five Move it all the way down to just inside the 18. Five and a half to go in the scoreless first quarter. Great play there by the Hawks. These teams, believed to be the first time they've played football against each other, was last year, and then that was 35-0 over at Amherst. But the team's a little bit different this year. Hand off the right side. Not much going to be there this time for Rosno. Going to get a couple, maybe three.
6: And it's going to be second
2: down and seven. Tomlinheim among those hit on the tackle, moving from our left to right. Already chewed up eighty-one yards on this drive. Thirty-five of it through the air, and fifty-two of it on the ground. Split out wide to the right side. Jensen Anderson and Hirschner. Ball on the left hash this time. Evans turns, gives it to Rosno. Comes straight up the middle, runs into Tesmer, and he's going to get. Maybe maybe a little bit here. Waiting for him to officially put the ball down. About three more.
6: And on the tackle.
2: And it's gonna be third down and four.
6: Third down and four to go on the twelve yard line.
2: Trying to get the first points of the ball game here. A great drive to start the game for St. Cecilia. Third and four at the twelve. Evans takes the snap, wants to throw. Quick out here into the right side. It's complete. Anderson Jutes makes a man miss at the 10. He's inside the 5. It'll be first down and goal at the 3. A 9-yard gain and a nice job of breaking a tackle out here as soon as he caught the ball on the wide receiver screen. And and hustling up. The Hawks looking to get into the end zone with under 4 minutes to go. First and goal at the 3. On the near side. Twins to the wide side here. Evans to Rosno, going to run off the left side, and not much there. He is immediately swallowed up by Ben McGee, and maybe that's why they haven't been running to the left. Everything that they've been running successfully has been to the right. I think no gain on that play. It's going to be second down and goal at the three. Already the eighth carry on this drive for Rosno. Evans has carried it twice, and Rosno has the big reception. Second and goal. They're going to say the two. It's going to be a quarterback draw straight up the middle, trying to shove Evans in there. And looks like no. They've blown the whistles with no signal. So a gain of another yard, and it'll be third down and goal at the one. And again, they didn't line him up under center. Let's see if they change that. Nope. Probably the same play here, but out of the pistol. See if they hand it to Rosno this time. Third and goal at the one. Evans, no power right side, and he spins into the end zone. Touchdown, Hastings, St. Cecilia on a drive that took nearly seven minutes and went 95 yards. Our five points bank touchdown, the first one of the night. A one-yard quarterback run over the right side by Chase Evans. And now they are ready to put the tee down, and Jaden Allman is out here to attempt the extra point. The quarterback, Evans, is holding Mastel comes over to the sideline a little winded. The kick is away, not a lot on it, but it has enough to sail up. And in so with 252 to go here in the first quarter of play, a 95-yard drive completed by a 1-yard run by Chase Evans and your score is Saint Cecilia 7 and Amherst nothing. It's Friday night football on the vibe.
3: Rivals Bar and Grill is a proud sponsor of all area athletes, teams and coaches. Get to Rivals every day for lunch specials. Rivals also is serving up the best pizza and drink specials every Husker and Hastings Bronco game. Open daily at 11, Rivals Bar and Grill. Join the Rivals team today. Osborne Drive East and Hastings. Like us on Facebook to see what great specials we offer in happy hours. Rivals, your fun, laid-back sports bar with delicious food and
14: ice-cold drinks. Visit GoCurrency.com for details. Offers may vary and arranged by Express Tech Financing, LLC, DBA, currency pursuant to CFL license, 60DB0-54873. Uh,
6: sorry
2: that I had a mic up there. You probably heard more than you needed to during that break, but thank you, as always, to our many fine sponsors for allowing us to bring you high school sports here on The Vibe 98.9. First day of September. But still, over this weekend, you can get your ESPN Tri-City Athlete of the Month nominations. Here's a squib kick that is headed towards the 30-yard line and ends up going out of bounds. So St. Cecilia has not wanted to kick it deep, and it goes out of bounds at the 30, but Amherst will get five more yards out to the 35. It started promising for Amherst. Jesse Tesmer had a 13-yard run on the first play of the game and got them out to the 48, 49-yard line, but it stalled. They punted it down to the five, and a long, long, nearly seven-minute drive takes some 95 yards, and we are going to see them kick it again. Okay, Amherst has changed their mind. They are going to make them kick it again. <laughs> and I think you can hear the coaches over here. You got one more shot here, so let's go. Otherwise, they're going to try something different.
6: Uh, young down. man runs the 30 tee 30 out 30 here to
2: Braxton Wiles.
6: Braxton Wiles. Sometimes
2: you just find a guy that can kick it the farthest, and that's the guy that usually has the no. oh, Art went out lineman right. number, and that's exactly what St. Cecilia is doing. So we're going to back him up five, kick it off from the 35, and see if Amherst can get a return. Both kickoffs have went out of bounds so far for St. Cecilia. First time, Amherst just took it. And we're ready to do it again. The left-footed boop, line line drive, bounces, picked up at the 30-yard line by the up man, McKee, 35-yard line, and he'll bring it out here to the 40, 41. And that is great field position, and it's something we've talked about on our broadcast, Doug and Daddy Show, for years, is teach your kid to kick. Amherst is at the 41-yard line. They're at the 41-yard line. That is way too good a starting field position.
6: Broncos
2: and uh, did a good line. job of picking it up and McGee a return of 11 yards. So Amherst will start at their 41 instead of their 35 so they gain 6 yards by having them re-kick 248 to go here in the first quarter. Second possession for Amherst. Under center Hadwiger. Pitch play right side Tesmer. Good blocking out here. He spins and makes an ad miss. Gets to the 45 and brought down near the 48 yard line by Dawson Kissinger. Hadwiger pitches the ball, then he goes out there. Kind of old eight-man style, which you would see from a lot of our eight-man teams, whether it's Overton, which was great at it, Axtell was great at it when they were making their runs deep in the playoffs in the early 2000s and into the 2010s, where that quarterback is such a big part of getting out there and blocking. Going to call it a gain of six for Tesmer. And it'll be second down and four. This time, straight up the gut off the left side and nowhere to go. So the front defensive line here is winning the battle against the offensive line. Tesmer got back to the line of scrimmage. Max Rodriguez and Quinn Rosno were in there to help swallow him up. So no game. And it'll be third down and four. And here's something that we kind of talked about, a getting, down, getting a smaller school against a bigger school here, even though they're both C2, the size of the city of Hastings, the size of the city of Amherst. And Amherst, Coach Klingeloffer says, I think we're past that. These guys playing basketball. They are in the holiday tournament together. Third and four, counterplay here, but it's still Tesmer off the right side, and there's nowhere to go. There's five, six blue jerseys in the backfield before he even really got the football. Kissinger back there to drop him behind the line of scrimmage at the 44-yard line. That's going to be a loss of three, and it'll be a punting situation here again for Amherst. Hadwiger has yet to drop back to throw the football. He can do that obviously, but every play has been run so far.
6: Jensen, Anderson.
2: So the first punt, second punt of the ball game, the first one went 40. They're acting like they want to blitz up the middle. The kick is away, headed towards the sideline. This will not be returned. It bounces at the 30, stays in bounds. Oh, what a beautiful kick! And it got a lot of love there. It was headed out of bounds and it curled back in and rolled about another 15 yards down around the 13 yard line. yard line. And so. First
6: and ten Blue Hawks.
2: A 44-yard punt that time, and it'll be back over to Hastings St. Cecilia. They'll get the ball right around the 13, 14-yard line here. Again, the first time they marched it,
6: 95 yards on their their first drive. We've got 45 seconds
2: to go here. In the first quarter of place, 7-0 St. Cecilia. Both drives starting deep in their own territory. First and 10, we're going to call it about the 12-yard line. Evans? With Razo to his left, going to send Anderson in motion, and we're going to get a penalty play. Really, both times they've kind of strayed from just lining up and running the same formation. We've got two five-yard penalties. Two penalties, ten yards in this first quarter on St. Cecilia. Amherst so far has been clean. That'll move the ball back to about the seven-yard line. It'll be first down and 15. Evans again spreads it out, but it's going to be four wide. Twins right and left. No tight ends. Rosno blocks for him. Quarterback right up the middle, and Amherst is ready for it. And they wrap him up and get him after a very short gain. Making the tackle is going to be Wyatt Anderson. A gain of about a yard and a half. We'll call it second down and 13 after the two-yard run by Chase Evans. And that could be the last play of the quarter if St. Cecilia elects it to be, and they're kind of standing around like it's they short. want it to be.
6: It's second, it's play clock. So we
2: should be good, yeah, and they're going to start trotting to the sideline. So that's going to be the end of the first quarter of play with your score, Hastings, St. Cecilia, 7, and Amherst, nothing. You're You're listening to Friday Night Football on the Vibe 98.9 and newschannelnebraska.com. The team
10: at Klein Insurance has a winning record of service offering home, auto, business, farm, and crop insurance. If you want to score big with service and great rates, stop by 710 South Burlington or call 463-1256 and let the Klein Insurance team win you over.
15: Tom at Bird's Pharmacy, with a reminder to keep yourselves up to date on all your vaccinations. We do have the new Moderna and Pfizer bivalent COVID vaccine available Monday through Friday, 8 to 6, and on Saturday, 8.30 to 10. Also, a reminder, it's not too late for flu vaccine, shingles, and pneumonia is also available on a walk-in basis. we do have a new app, RX Local. that is R-X-L-O-C-A-L, Text Local to 64860, and it's got a lot of great features for you. Any questions, Tom at Burt's Pharmacy, 402-462-4466, 1021 West 14th Street and Family Medical Center.
2: Let me get a big thank you to the many fine sponsors that allow us to bring you high school football and a good one here in this first quarter. And now Amherst has got to find a way to make a defensive stop. St. Cecilia already up 7-0, And they face 2nd down and 14
6: at around their own 8-yard line. line.
2: But again, if you're just joining us, St. Cecilia went 95 yards on their first drive. Chase Evans, who was dinged up in practice this week, is the quarterback. He's been able to make it through the first quarter. He and Rosno have done a lot of running in the football. This time we've got motion. Going to hand it off on the chase sweep and then take it back and straight up the middle for a short gain here for Evans. Always got to keep an eye on Anderson whether he's in the slot or in that sweep.
6: It's going to be
2: a gain of two on the play. It'll be third down and about 11 and a half. Rosno, 38 yards rushing. Evans 21 in the first quarter and they threw for 44. For Tesmer, he had 22 for Amherst and that was the entire offensive and again 13 of that was on the first play of the game. So after that not much. 3rd and 11, big play here for Amherst defense. Evans wants to throw, looking over the middle and wide and open is going to be Dawson Kissinger. He might round them all. Coming from behind, Hadwiger will finally catch him and bring him down inside the 20, the 15, and he's close to the 10-yard line. Uh, yeah, this yeah, is yeah, going yeah. to be close to 80 yards, finding Kissinger Dawson. right Kissinger. down the middle, nobody on him. And Taj Hadwiger, Taj hadwiger, hadwiger used his track speed to run him down, but It's going to be red zone time again for Hastings St. Cecilia. Last week they had the 71-yarder to Jensen Anderson. And they're going to mark the ball here, it looks like, at about the 12. So officially 78 yards on the pass play. And now a whistle. Looks like maybe too many men on the field for Amherst or an equipment issue. So they'll get the equipment fixed. And It'll be first down and 10. We'll call it the 12-yard line, maybe the 11 and a half. Evans, motion from right to left. He's going to fake it again. He'll keep it himself up the middle, and he's going to be brought down after a short gain as Wyatt Anderson shoots right through there again. It's going to be a gain of about three on the play. They'll give him nine. It's one of those things that even when it doesn't look like he gets much, he gets two, three, four yards. Inside it's the ten, and
6: seven from the eight yard line.
2: just underway in the second quarter. Here on Vibe ninety-eight nine, Carney Catholic leading Hershey at the end of one seven to nothing is all. That is currently on ESPN Radio in Hastings or in Carney in Hastings. It's the Adams Central Holdridge game plus Hastings High, and York yes. is on KHAS. Second down, we'll call it seven from the nine. As we're ready to go, Twins to the short side again, motion, and somebody moved. Or we got to delay a game. That's what it was, delay a game. And the thing there was, at least it was kind of, they had just set the man in motion. It was going to be another couple seconds before they snapped the ball. So the third penalty on St. Cecilia, they've all been to the five-yard variety, and obviously they've overcome the previous the two. And we're going to be under ten minutes to go here in the second quarter when they snap this. Ball near the Amherst sideline. Twins to the short side, single to the perimeter, to the boundary you should say. Motion again, want to throw the ball, looking left now over the middle and incomplete. There, he was open Trying to get it right back to Kissinger, and it's broke up there by Kyler Jones.
6: Kyler Jones,
2: and that'll bring up a third down and seven from the Amherst nine. Third
6: down and twelve.
2: So they have. Excuse me, 3rd and 12, that's right, because of the penalty. Forgot about that. 3rd and 12 because of the penalty. And let's see what Evans wants to do. This is about the length that they could go for a field goal. Evans drop up and back, a little screen pass. It's going to be out here, complete into the hands of Quinn Rosno. Rosno breaks a tackle, breaks another, gets a block, and gets it into the end zone for a 14-yard touchdown on 3rd and 12. Kind of a little, little jump pass to throw it over the lineman's hands for Amherst and it is now 13 to nothing Hastings St. Cecilia looking good here tonight so far two for two our five points bank touchdown and another long long drive 87 yard drive the extra point little pressure the kick is up and it's curving towards the right upright and it is good by Almond. So, with 9.45 to go here in the second quarter of play, your score is Hastings-St. Cecilia 14, Amherst nothing. You're listening to Friday Night Football. For you. Relationships
3: matter.
0: Success in agriculture depends on many things. This is Michael Bauer with Town Country Bank. Among the most important are relationships that you can count on. Relationships with people who understand the risks you face, who help navigate complicated situations, and who deliver on their promises. We at Town Country Bank are people you can count on.
2: Relationships matter. Town Country Bank.
0: Member FDIC.
2: Alman boots it away. It's going to be taken there by Amherst off the left side to the 15, the 20, the 25, 30, and they'll bring it out to the 32-yard line. So, again, decent field position here. Amherst has started at their 35, the 41, and the 32, but now they're going to have to find a way to put some points on the board. You can't let St. Cecilia get farther away than they are right now. 14 to nothing. St. Cecilia, they've scored on both. Of their possessions. Another score. York leading Hastings after 1-7. I think Hadweger wants to throw for the first time. In the pocket. Look steps up over the middle. Throws it to traffic. And it is picked off at the 40-45. And running room up the left sideline here for J.J. Schaefer. And then he fumbled the ball. It's loose. And Amherst covered it. As he got all the way up to the 40, he was trying to switch his hands. And Jesse Tesmer covered it. Oh, what a bad break there for... Hastings, St. Cecilia, that would have been all but put this game away. Fumbled. Schaefer returned it about 25 yards, but then fumbled it.
6: By the Broncos. So
2: after all that's said and done, <laughs> Hammers Broncos. gains about uh, six yards. You don't officially put it down at that, but it's out to the 38-yard line. So the first throw by Hadwiger is intercepted, and then you get a fumble, and it's first and ten here. For Amherst at their own 38-yard line. Trailing 14 to nothing. Hadwiger. Pitch play. Tesmer. Looks for a block off the left side. Gets one, but across the 40 out to the 41 yard line. Cleaning the house out there on the outside for the Broncos is the big left tackle, Wyatt Anderson. Tesmer's gonna get about three on this play.
6: Call it second down tackle and seven by Jensen
2: Anderson. So the weird play, Schaefer's INT and Tesmer fumble recovery at the Amherst 38. It'll be second down and seven, ball at their 41. On the far hash near the Amherst boundary, west side of the field, Hadwiger hands it off again, and there's just nothing off that right side now. If they don't get Tesmer outside, he's not getting any yardage. And uh, this time, he is going to be tackled for a yard loss at the 40-yard line. Rosno's in there. Sabatka's in there. And so again, Tesmer got 13 the first time he carried it. Since then, he's got 11 total yards on seven more carries. And not a completed pass to his own team yet. That interception was Hadwiger's first pass attempt of the ball game. And you're facing a passing situation here. Only McGee in the backfield. It's third down and eight, and Amherst looks confused. They're going to call timeout.
6: Oh, God, That's
2: I think they only round. had ten guys out on the field. They only had two wideouts and one man in the backfield. McGee was yelling at the sideline. We don't have enough guys, so we're going to have our first timeout of the football game. Brought to you by ENT Physicians of Carney, taking care of you since 1994. Located where you need us, specializing in you. It is Hastings Saint Cecilia 14. Amherst nothing. 808 to go in the first half. On the vine. Whether you're on the field or at the office, chiropractic care is important to your health.
0: See Flow rang Chiropractic and Wellness on 2nd Avenue in Kearney and find out how he can
9: get you back in line with your body and health. Reese Flo-Rang or Flo-Rang Chiropractic and Wellness is a very proud supporter of our area athletes.
2: Another score update for you on ESPN here in Hastings, Adams Central and Holdridge scoreless through the first quarter neither team getting a first down in that first quarter between Adams Central and Holdridge again Carney Catholic led Hershey seven to nothing Hastings was trailing at York seven to nothing at the end of one it was seven to nothing here but St. Cecilia has scored again and now Amherst after the timeout facing third down and eight at their own 40-yard line out of the shotgun Hadwiger looking left now back to his right hat as time, here comes a penalty flag. He throws it out here in the flat. It's complete, and then a big hit to knock him down at the 47-yard line uh, of St. Cecilia. It would be a first down to Carter Riesland, but we got a penalty. Referee throwing the flag in the backfield before Hadwayer even got set to throw it, so that wipes out a 16, 17-yard gain and a hold on the Bronco. That'll be their first penalty. Of the football game. And that'll make it third and about 18.
1: And that'll mark the
2: ball at the 30-yard line. Got a good group of officials from all the way from St. Paul, Erickson, up in that area. Are here tonight in Hastings. Eight minutes to go. Second quarter, St. Cecilia up 14-0 in its third and 18 for Amherst, Hadwiger drops back to pass. Four-man rush, has to step up under some pressure, throws over the middle, and it's complete to Riesland, but he's going to be short of the first down as he runs out of bounds at his own 45-yard line. It's a 15-yard gain. It'll be fourth down and three. Hadwiger definitely outstanding athlete and can scramble just like Evans can on the other side, but you're on your own side, and you're going to have to find a way if you're Amherst to make... St. Cecilia punt the ball. Hadwiger runs over to the sideline here. They do not send a punt team in. I would not be surprised if this is just trying to draw them off. But see, now you're taking forever, and you're not going to be able to run the play to begin with. Back judge has not started to count the 10 seconds, so they do have some time. They're acting like they're going for it. Fourth and four, Hadwiger rolls to his right, and now whistles. And, and we had a timeout time time called Long by Amherst. So Coach Klingelhofer didn't like the look. They snapped. It looked like Hadwiger might keep it on a naked bootleg around the right side. But timeout, and now you make a decision whether you're actually going to go for it or not. This timeout brought to you by ENT Physicians of Kearney. Doug Duda with you on the 5, ninety-eight nine at newschannelnebraska.com, 7.52 to go. 14 to nothing in the second quarter. St. Cecilia
0: corn products. Pioneer, with you from the word go.
2: See impact seed. All right, Amherst lines up to go for it again. Hadwiger under center, crouches way down, twins to the left. He takes the snap. He rolls to his right, looking for the tight end on the drag well covered and it's incomplete off the fingertips of owen stokebrand at the 45 yard line he was led a little too far out there covered by jensen anderson and saint cecilia will take over at the amherst 45 yard line and what a job being done here by saint cecilia now since that first first down on the first play they have dominated this football game and they take over again already leading it by a score of 14 to nothing One big play, a 78-yarder over the middle from Evans to Kissinger. He didn't score, but they eventually did. They're two for two on scoring. And this time they will take over at the 45-yard line of Amherst. Evans, fakes left, gives it to Rosno, breaks a tackle in the backfield, has a hole off the right side at 40, 35, breaks another tackle down to the 32-yard line, a gain of 13. And Quinn Rosno now starting to run a little bit, even harder than he was at the beginning of the game. As we said, he didn't have very much productivity last week. He's already carried the ball more times in this game than he did all of last week against Wilbur Claytonia. And it's working. You've got so many good receivers that Amherst has to respect that, and they're getting beat up on the line right now, and that's allowing Rosno to get some good yardage. First and 10 at the 32. They'll hand it to Rosno and take it back. Evans counterplay right side. And avoids a man at backfield and Tesmer comes through from his linebacker position and throws him out of bounds. Right at the back first down marker. So maybe a yard loss on the play. And it's going to be second down at eleven.
6: Brings up second down.
2: Haven't been very many short yardage or negative plays here for the Hawks so far in this football game. Second of eleven at the Amherst 33. to go here in the second quarter. Don't forget when we get to halftime, the Revetta Sanitation Halftime Report. We'll run some score updates for you. First half stats, talk about what's coming up in our radio coverage as well. All right, second and 11, Evans fakes the counter, keeps it himself off the right side. There's a little bit of a hole, but once again, a lot of tackles being made here by Wyatt Anderson as he runs into the teeth of the defense. Got inside the 30 to about the 28-yard line. It's going to be a five-yard gain for Evans. But it will bring up third down and long, about six and a half yards to go. Need to get to the 22. Going to mark the ball between the 27, probably closer to the 28. So all of six yards here. Again, twins left and a timeout. I think maybe they're short a guy. Clint Head didn't like it. And the first time out of the ball game here for the Hawks, who are playing some really good football. They lead it fourteen to nothing and they're looking for more. They face third down and six at the Amherst twenty-eight-yard line when we return. This timeout brought to you by ENT Physicians of Carney taking care of you since nineteen ninety-four.
3: Hi, this is Brent from Keyes Pharmacy here in Hastings. By now you've heard of C B D. At Key's Pharmacy, we have professional grade farm-to-pharmacy CBD oils and salves. CBD products can be used for pain, anxiety, and insomnia. We even have C B D products safe for your pets. And we're here to answer any questions you might have about our professional-grade CBD products. Stop in to see us at Keith's Pharmacies, your friendly pharmacies in Hastings, downtown or at Keith's Medical Park.
2: Doug Duda back with you here on the 598.9 and newschannelnebraska.com. On a very warm evening for football at Duncan Field. Thank goodness there is a breeze, but 92 at kickoff. And as we come back to action, St. Cecilia has a third and six at the Amherst 28-yard line. Twins to the wide side, single to the short. That's been the formation most all night long. Evans, long count, takes the snap, wants to throw, looking left, throws it underneath. It is complete again to Kissinger, and he's going to get to the 20-yard line for a first down. They're just a little stronger right now. Taze Hadwiger brought him down, and he's a little slow to get up. by number And that's what's frustrating right now for Amherst. They're usually there on the coverage, but it's one-on-one,
6: and they're not able to
2: bring him down immediately. And a gain of eight on the play, and another first down, unofficially the 11th of the first half here for St. Cecilia. Now four wideouts in. The whistle's going to blow, and are they finally going to come get Taj Hadwiger? Yeah, I think maybe so. An injury break here. And our injuries, of course, brought to you by Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back into the game of life with a location near you. Dej Hadwiger came down awkward, maybe on that left shoulder. Of course, he's the quarterback, and he's coming over here, drops the helmet, he's trying to stretch a little bit. We'll get the trainer over there to take a look at him. Right now, though, first down and 10 at the 20. St. Cecilia on the move again. Chase Evans, quarterback, straight run off the right side. And McGee comes in out of his linebacker position and gets him. But another three, three and a half yards on the play. It'll be second down and seven. Again tomorrow, Hastings College football on ESPN. Tri Cities, pregame at 10, kickoff at Dakota Wesleyan at 11. Tomorrow night, then we'll have the Penn State-West Virginia game.
6: six from the
2: Sunday, Royals baseball, followed by LSU Florida State. Monday, Royals baseball, Florida, followed by Clemson Duke. So college football the next three nights on ESPN. Second down and seven from the 17-yard line. Under and taking the snap is going to be Evans all the way looking left. And Hadwiger's back in there, and he knocks it away. He had coverage along with Tyler Jones
6: trying to get it to Kissinger.
2: They've run him over the middle a few times, and that time, The ball knocked away. Here in this second quarter, Evans is now 3 of 5 for exactly 100 yards and a touchdown. He was 3 of 5 for 54 yards, 44 yards in the first quarter. Third down, about six and a half wide to the right. Schaefer's slot right is going to be Kissinger. Twins to the left side, wide side is... The big man, Anderson, looking right, though, and underneath, wide open, completed the 10 for another first down. Yep, yep. Miscommunication out there by the Amherst defense. Jones came out and made the tackle, but he was playing back at safety. And it looks like it's completed over there to Schaefer.
6: Pass completed to J.J. Schaefer. And that'll move the ball down
2: to the five-yard line. That's going to be a gain of 11 more. 14 nothing already, looking for more. Chase Evans on first down. He's just going to follow the right side, but nowhere to go. Crashing through there and making the good guess on that play is going to be the Amherst offensive back, Cale Tobenheim. He comes off the line and makes a nice tackle. Evans is going to lose the yard on the play. It'll be second down and goal at the six. But again, they have not been stopped yet. Moving from our north to our south or right to left as you're listening along your radio dial. A lot of Saint Cecilia lawn chairs in that end zone, so hoping to make some noise here. Second and goal, sprint option to the left side. Quarterback keeps it, hit and brought down at the four yard line by Carter Riesland as he cut it up. Looked like he really wanted to get it to the outside. Follow his halfback Rosno to block, but there were too many red and white jerseys. They'll mark him just at the five, so he got his yard back.
6: And it's going to be third
2: and goal at the five. So lost a yard, got a yard. On a couple of Evans' runs. Third goal, to get four wideouts. Evans sets him down, takes the snap. He wants to throw quickly off the right side. It's low and incomplete as he tried to get it to Kissinger. It was just underthrown. That's the first time we've seen that from Chase Evans. And now fourth down. And immediately going to the timeout is Coach Clint Head. He had two to use, so they're going to go ahead and use it right here. Out of the field, brought to you by ENT Physicians of Carney. It is Hastings Saint Cecilia fourteen, Amherst nothing, four oh six remaining in the first half. You're listening to Friday Night Football here on the Vibe ninety eight nine. Downey Drilling in Lexington is a proud supporter of all the area athletes. Downey Drilling designs and installs complete water well systems for all your water well needs. We drill wells for agriculture, municipal, commercial, domestic, residential, and geothermal loop fields. From the well drilling to the pump installation and service, Downey Drilling Incorporated is your complete water well provider that takes pride in providing outstanding service to all its customers. Online at downeydrilling.com. Our field conditions are brought to you by your Pioneer Seed representative, Impact Ag Partners, Craig Weechus and Todd Travis, your local Pioneer Seed dealer. Pioneer knows more about field conditions with top-yielding Pioneer brand soy beans with impact partners and Pioneer seeds science with service delivering success one of the unique things about playing on a baseball field is that grass is going to be short and it is here in the outfield so a little bit faster track but outside of that just a couple of dirt spots and it's a really nice field alright it's fourth and goal Evans out of the pistol everybody in tight they stacked left and right they sent Kissinger in motion give him a bubble to the right side and looking to the right side for Rosno underneath. And it, it is incomplete. Again, it was underthrown. Rosno was wide open coming out of the backfield. And over there on the coverage is Kale Tobenheim. And for the first time here this evening, St. Cecilia has been stopped. It's been touchdown, to touchdown, out on, down. out on fourth down. And so first the stop
6: down.
2: at the Amherst five-yard line. And Amherst has That's one time, time on. out, four minutes. That's plenty, but... You've got to find a way to get their offense going. They've attempted three passes. One was intercepted, but on the interception, the ball was fumbled by Schaefer and covered by Tesmer. They had 15-yard completion, but it was on third and 18. And then they went for it on fourth, and it was incomplete. That was all their last drive. And St. Cecilia started at the 45 Amherst, went 40 yards. Out of the pistol. It's been all run for the most part, but Hadwiger in his end zone wants to throw. Under pressure has got to get out of there. Scrambles to the left side, gets back to the original line of scrimmage, and will step out of bounds right, right about the five-yard line Page. on the far sideline over there. It looks like that's about all they're going to give him. Uh, you roll the dice there because you haven't been throwing the football at all, and then you choose to put your quarterback in his own end zone. Very dangerous, but trusted Tej out there. It's going to be no gain on the play. Second down and and ten at the five. And running out of bounds, it stops the clock. That's only a major thing if they go three and out, because you don't want to leave St. Cecilia a whole bunch of time. Bubble to the right side here, and they'll hand it off on the right side. Tesmer, who was in the slot, he's got a lot of room. 15-20, cuts back at the... 25, still on his feet, 30, 35, and finally brought down at around the 38-yard line by Max Rodriguez, so they give him a different look, still gave the ball to Tesmer. and he's got a 33-yard run, doubling his total for the night, and that's just the second first down of the ball game here for Amherst, and more importantly, keeps the ball in their hands, gets them out of the shadow of their own end zone, all the sun is basically gone now on the football field, you can still feel it up here in the press box, but it's about five minutes away from dropping behind the trees on the west side here of Duncan Field and Hastings. 3.25, same look here in the second quarter, 14 nothing. St. Cecilia bunch to the short side, fake it, quarterback. Oh, there's a face mask, and they do get it. He's sacked, but there is a face mask. The referee couldn't see it behind him, but the umpire did.
6: On the so the sack is going
2: to go nowhere, but that's a face mask. I would think that this is a face mask. The They're still discussing things between our umpire and, of course, the referee. But you could definitely see the head turn of Taj Hadwiger as the pressure came. And it is a personal foul face mask, 15-yard penalty. Personal
6: foul face mask. So
2: that'll be the fourth penalty, penalty. and it'll be another first down here for Amherst, and it moves the ball up to their own 48-yard line. So Broncos, for the second time tonight, have a little something going. And, boy, they punch one in here before halftime, and it's 14-7 at half. You've got a whole different football game because a moment ago it looked like it was going to be 21-0. Still 319, one timeout remaining, and we're ready to go as they blow the play ready to go. Twins to the left side. Hadwiger hands it to Tesmer. He breaks containment, gets to the 50, still on his feet, and they finally drag him down. But it takes multiple men. Wiles had to come in and help out Rodriguez. It's all for about two and a half, three yards. We're going to say a three yard for Tesmer. But right now, St. Cecilia is selling out. They're going to force Amherst to throw the football because they are selling out on Tesmer. They were three in the backfield, and Tesmer got by all of them. There were still two more blue jerseys to bring him down. Back to the power eye, twins to the left side. Here on the near side, Hadwiger, pitch play, Tesmer. Gets a block from McGee, then Hadwiger cuts it back up off left tackle, gets two, and is driven backwards. Tesmer does a great job of reading his blocks, but there's just seems to be way more blue than there is white out there. Rosno's in on the tackle. Thomas Thomas is in there. It's going to be a gain of maybe a yard for Tesmer. It's going to be third down and six, and Tesmer is going to run to the sideline. Our high school football brought to you by Currency. Makes financing quick, easy, and secure. For heavy machinery, ag equipment, trucks, trailers, and more, visit GoCurrency.com for details. Right in the middle of the football field, under center, Hadwiger out of the eye. He's got pressure coming up the middle. He's got a scramble, throws it out here in the flat, and wide open is Riesland. He's got it at the 35, but he's so close to the sideline that he couldn't turn it up any farther and steps out of bounds at the 34-yard line. 15 more yards here and a first down, three first downs on this drive for Amherst that started at their own five-yard line. The big play was the Tesmer 33-yard run. Then you got a face mask that gave him fifteen more. Riesland's going to check out of the ball game. Coming in is Brendan Bradley. He started at tight end last week because Riesland was unavailable. But as the coaches told me, including Colin Fiefer, he that you're going to see them both tonight. Braylon Russell split out wide to the right. Stokebrand goes to the left. Slot to the left. It looks like that's Kohler out there. First and ten. At the 34 of St. Cecilia, Hadwicker out of the shotgun, wants to throw. Over to the right side, little jump ball caught by McGee. He got inside the defender. He's going to get more inside the 30 to the 25, and they gang tackle him at the 24-yard line. Rosno went for the pick, and he missed it, and that allowed McGee to pick up substantially more yardage, almost enough for the first down. And they may even give it to him. We could see the chains. At the 24 yard line, and yep, they are going to bring in the chains here to determine if it's a nine and a half or a 10 yard gain. Our chain gang bringing out the chains just like Carney Towing and Repair would do for you if you were stranded on the side of the road, no matter where, they'll get you home. Carney Towing and Repair. First time we see the chains, didn't have them last week. I think he's got it, and yep, by about half the length of the football. So a 10 yard completion there from Hadwiger to McGee, and this drive continues, we're down to a minute 41 to go in the first half, first and 10 Amherst at the St. Cecilia 24 the Blue Hawks leading the Broncos 14 to nothing, Amherst trying to get back in the game here ball in the air, hash Tesmer off the left side of his shotgun quarterback a lot of time here for Hadwiger, now he's going to scramble, there's nobody open, he's going to have to run and what a great job by Kissinger to get him behind the line of scrimmage for the game's first sack, there was so much room out here to the left side Hadwiger was trying to find out when to juke, when to cut, and Kissinger just kept on bringing the heat. And a drop all the way back to the 28-yard line. It's going to be a loss of five. The the first sack of the game. So big stop there for St. Cecilia. Second down and 15. Under a minute to go now. Only one timeout remains. Hadwiger out of the shotgun. Wants to throw. Going to go to the end zone. It's one-on-one, and the ball is knocked away. Looking for Stokebrand. Evans over there, I believe it was.
6: Pass intended for number 11. Stokebrand broken up by Chase Evans on the play. Evans back in there. He must be
2: feeling pretty good because I talked to Clint Head before the game in warm-ups here, and as we said, Evans kind of tweaked – Something in practice this week, they weren't even sure that he could be the quarterback, and he said, we're just going to play him on offense, not defense. Well, it's warm enough out here in the 88-degree temperature range right now, and he said, must be okay, and now he's back out there playing in the defensive backfield. Third and 15, five wide for Amherst at the Hawk 28. Hadwiger back to pass. Here comes the rush up the middle. It was not a screen. He's rolling left, wants to throw. Dangerous throw, and the ball's tipped away by Rosno, trying to get into the middle of the field to McGee, down around the 8-yard line, which would have been a first down. Sometimes when you've got those five wide and the pressure's coming, you're not able to set up a screen, but that was not the play call. The Hawks brought the pressure. So here we go again, a fourth down, and Amherst has field goal kickers, and they may try that right here. Easton Malik is going to come in and attempt a 45-yard field goal. What win we have is at his back, and first we're going to get a timeout by Amherst. There is only 41 seconds remaining here in the first half of play. Your score, Hastings, St. Cecilia, 14, and Amherst nothing, but trying to get on board here with 41 seconds and see if uh, they're able to just put some points on the board. And if the Hawks get the ball back, they only have one timeout remaining as well. So you're kind of in an okay position here for Amherst. Give them the ball in this field position wouldn't be a big deal. You're listening to KKPR-FM. Carney Hastings, Amherst, and Riverdale on the World Wide Web at NewsChannelNebraska.com. Another score update there at the half. Hastings is battling York tough. It's still York 7 Hastings, nothing. They are at halftime on KHS. All right, here we go. It's going to be a 45-yard attempt. Ball right in the middle of the field. McGee, the holder. Malik gets high. They get it down. He's got no chance. So he just picks it up and tries to run around the right side. Then he throws it out here to Tesmer, but Saint Cecilia's got it covered, and they bring him down at the 25. The snap to the holder, McGee, it was way too high. It was not an intended. Not an intended. Uh, fake and they'll move the ball down to about the 24 it ends up being about a four yard pass for Malik and they still give it up on downs and I don't imagine unless they break something big here on this play we'll head to the halftime locker room or end zones as the case is here St. Cecilia at their own 24 33 seconds They hand it off on the right side. Rosno has a blocking back, and McGee gets on his back as he brings it across the 30, out to about the 33, just short of the first down. That's going to be a gain of nine. St. Cecilia hustles up. They want to run another play here, 15 seconds to go. Actually have a fullback in there as they hand it to Rosno. And he runs over a man on the right side, gets the first down to stop the clock momentarily. Tripping him up with Kale Tommenheim as he comes across the 35 out to about the 36-yard line. It's only a gain of two, but it's enough for a first down. Seven seconds remaining here. St. Cecilia does have a timeout. And Clint Head is going to use it. So they're 64 yards away. And a little slow getting up was Quinn Rosno. He is reaching right around that right kidney area or maybe even a little more towards his belly up here. And he's rubbing it right now, right rib cage. And he's going to come to the sideline. Timeout on the field. So we've used them all here in the first half of play. And it remains St. Cecilia 14 and Amherst nothing. Coming up, the Ravenna's Sanitation Halftime Report. We'll take a look at the first half stats, score updates, and more. And remind you that high school football on the vibe, 98.9, brought to you by Nutrient Ag Solutions. Be sure to log on to ESPNSuperstation.com and nominate your favorite athlete for Athlete of the Month. We will announce our September Athlete of the Month coming up after the Labor Day holiday. So give you the weekend to do that. It's free, and we've... Honored so many great ones from both of these schools, too. All right, last play should be on the half. Bad snap. They snap it off on the right side and just a quarterback run. Evans didn't even take it, and that will take us. Kissinger carries the football, and that takes us to the end of the first half of play. Kissinger gets about two yards on the play. So they were trying to do a mini little trick play, and nothing worked out, and that will bring us to halftime here at Hastings St. too I want to say thanks to Clint Head. Not only is the football coach, but he is the athletic director as well. Appreciate him and all the folks here for their hospitality. Been a while since I personally have done a game here at Duncan Field for football, and uh, man, it looks great. It's much better on a night like this than in the playoffs if it gets <laughs> a little cold and muddy and all the things that we've talked about for years and years and years. But right now, it's actually an enjoyable night for all the fans. you got to off of a wind here coming out of the south that uh, is cutting through this 88 degree temperature and uh, keep you in good shape for tonight. Saint Cecilia cheer squad is going to go out there and uh, perform here at halftime and we tell you that this score has been the same since the 9:45 mark of the second quarter. Two big drives of 95 and 87 yards to start the game for Hastings Saint Cecilia and they lead it by a score of 14 to nothing over the Amherst Broncos, trying to shut out for the second consecutive year. Stay with
7: us here on The Vibe. I like small towns. This is home to me. I can't imagine being anywhere else. There's a sense of, of camaraderie, helping whenever you can. We are more caring because of that, because you know we want to do the best for our neighbors and our friends.
11: When you hear that you have metastatic breast cancer, you get knocked down, and either you stay down... Or you pick yourself up and you keep going. We are Nebraskans and we are ultimately a family. It goes from there. Carlene is one of those that says, just do it. And who will talk and who will joke with you and who will uh, cry with you. One of the things that I truly
7: love about Mary Lanning is that we are an independent hospital. We don't have somebody out in California telling us how to run our hospital. At Mary Lanning, we can make
13: things happen. I'm Carlene Springer, and I'm a Nebraskan at heart. Take advantage of all the opportunities modern agriculture has to offer. Nutrient Ag Solutions can help you every step of the way, providing a comprehensive portfolio of innovative products, enhanced digital tools, and unmatched customer service, plus global resources and local expertise to help you lead the field this season and beyond. Contact your local crop consultant or visit nutrientagsolutions.com.
12: CHS Agri-Service Center is proud of the area athletes and wishes them good luck in the game. CHS Agriservice service Center in Alma, Holdridge, Bertrand, Loomis, Roseland, Smithfield, Overton, Bladen, Blue Hill, and Elm Creek. People and resources you can count on always. When you need body work, call Sealy's Body Shop in Hastings. Sealy's offers complete collision
3: repair and uses environmentally friendly products. Sealy's Body Shop, the name you trust. Located at 201 South Hastings Avenue in Hastings.
2: And Doug to back with you here on the Vibe 98.9 and the World Wide Web at newschannelnebraska.com. Speaking of newschannelnebraska.com, television coverage of UNK home football games begins next Saturday night against Northeastern State of Oklahoma. Of course, the Lopers kind of suffered the same fate as the Huskers last night and lost by three on the road at Central Oklahoma, so the home debut of Ryan Held coming up next Saturday night, 7 o'clock our pregame at 6.40 on News Channel Nebraska Television and we hope you uh, enjoy our coverage of UNK football beginning again next Saturday. Well, taking a look at some uh, other scores that we have and run through as many as we can of uh, interest to you at the half, it is Pius and Seward, they are tied at six. Douglas County West leads Wayne by a score of 24 to seven. It is Elkhorn and Norris battle as they head to halftime. Elkhorn leading Norris by a score of 20 to 17. Bennington leading Plattsmouth 21 to 13. Checking some of the other scores for you that uh, are going on around the area. Lawrence Nelson taking on Fall City Sacred Heart tonight we're looking for a score update there halftime ravenna leading southern valley by a score of 30 to 6 here's a little bit of a surprise late in the second quarter highline leading d1 number one north Platte st pat's by a score of 18 13 last minute of the second quarter scotts bluff leading north Platte at the half by a score of 21 to 7 Carney High headed to halftime, leading Fremont by a score of twenty-eight to six. Abel Molina with a sixty-four-yard touchdown run to uh, help out the Bearcats. Oh, what else we got for you here? It looks like Maxwell trailing their ball game to Bridgeport, thirty-eight to six, late in the first half. Columbus trailing Lincoln Southwest, fourteen to six. They are at halftime as well. As we said, York was leading Hastings 7-0. That game is at half. Boone Central has the lead over Aurora at the half, 14-7. That's the number one and two teams in Class C-1, and that's currently airing on News Channel Nebraska television. McCook leading Gothenburg at the half by a score of 14-7. to seven. West Point Beamer leading Arlington at the half by a score of 18 to nothing. Minden leading St. Paul at the half. The score there is 20 to nothing. So those are some of the scores from around the area as we head into halftime. Kearney Catholic now leading Hershey by a score of 24 to nothing as they are just short of halftime on ESPN in Kearney. So a few of the scores again here. It is Hastings St. Cecilia 14 and Amherst nothing. Coming up tomorrow, as we said, it is Hastings College football ...football on ESPN Tri-Cities. Pregame at 10 a.m. Kickoff from Dakota Wesleyan is at 11 a.m. And then tomorrow night, Penn State will be hosting West Virginia at 6.30. On Sunday, it's Royals and Red Sox baseball in the afternoon, and that gets underway at 1.10 at Coffman Stadium. Sunday night, we will have the LSU-Florida State game at 6.30, and Liberty Monday, the Royals will be hosting the Chicago White Sox at 1.10, followed by Clemson and Duke football at 7 o'clock. Tuesday night on ESPN Tri-Cities. It will be the biggest triangular of the year in the Fort Carney Conference or anywhere around this area. I mean, last night we had the great match of Central Catholic and St. Cecilia, which GICC won last night. But in the Fort Carney Conference you have five of their ten teams that are ranked in the top six Most of them in D1. But Sumner, Eddieville Miller, number one in D1, welcomes in Axtell, number three in D1, and over to number one in D2 for a triangular Tuesday night on ESPN, getting underway at 5 o'clock. We're going to take a break, and when we return, it is the first half stats of our game between Amherst and St. Cecilia, which the Hawks lead 14-0. For professional service to keep your business running smoothly,
8: call Hellman, Maine, Kostler, and Cottle.
2: All right, Doug Duda back with you here on the Vibe ninety eight nine and NewsChannelNebraska.com. dot com. Let's go ahead and take a look at the first half stats in our ball game, and we will start with the Broncos of Amherst, uh, hoping that things would have went just as well as they did on the first play of the game, but uh, that has not happened for them in this contest. So, rushing Jesse T- Esmer, he had a couple of good runs. He started the game with a thirteen yard run later. Uh, in the uh, second quarter, he busted off a 33-yard run. But overall, Tesmer, who broke the Amherst single-game rushing record with 277 yards last week against Wood River, has 11 carries for 61 yards. Ben McGee, one carry for zero. And quarterback Taj Hadwiger sacked once, two carries for negative five yards. So 14 carries so far in this football game, resulting in 56 total yards here for Amherst, they did not pass the ball once in the first quarter, all of these throws in the second quarter. In fact, the first pass Hadwiger made was picked off by Schaefer, but then Schaefer fumbled it as he tried to return it, and Amherst got the ball back. But nonetheless, Hadwiger has put it up seven times. He's completed three of those. He has one interception, 40 yards through the air, 56 on the ground. A lot of that was on that last drive. 96 total yards. I have five first downs here for the Amherst Broncos. Actually, we need to add another four yards because when they lined up for that field goal, it didn't go well, and Malik did have a completed pass, so they actually have, that was for four whole yards, but they actually have exactly 100 yards of offense here in the first half. Two punts for an average of 42 yards, one penalty for 10 yards for Amherst. So again, 56 on the ground, 44 through the air, 100 yards total offense, five first downs, two punts for 42, the one turnover, the INT that then uh, was recovered, and the one penalty. For Hastings St. Cecilia, Quinn Rosno, who ran for just 51 yards on nine carries in the entire game last week, has 11 carries for 62 yards in this football game. Dawson Kissinger, Carried at the last play at a half for two yards. Chase Evans hasn't been sacked yet. 12 carries, 37 yards in this football game, and one touchdown. So on the ground, 24 rushing attempts, 101 yards here for Hastings St. Cecilia. Through the air in the first quarter, Evans was 3 of 5 for 44 yards, and then he was 4 of 8 for 111 in the second quarter. So 7 of 13, no interceptions. One touchdown pass of 14 yards, and that went to Rosno. And then they put that 155 together with the 101. 256 yards of total offense, 13 first downs for Hastings St. Cecilia. They have the one fumble on the interception return, four penalties for 30 yards. Again, if you're just joining us, kind of our scoring recap takes us to uh, Amherst getting the ball first. The ball was kicked out of bounds. They started at the 35, a 13-yard run by Tesmer. They're right up to the 48. They get it inside St. Cecilia territory, but decide to punt it and pin St. Cecilia at the five-yard line. But the Hawks go seven minutes, 95 yards, and cap it off with a one-yard Chase Evans touchdown run. Amherst not able to do anything with it the next time around after it was kicked out of bounds. Again, a nice punt, pins them all the way back at the 13, but an eighty. 7-yard drive, which include a 78-yard pass to Dawson Kissinger that set him up down around the 12-yard line. And after a 5-yard penalty, backed him up eventually on 3rd down and 12 from the 14, a screen pass over the middle from Chase Evans to Quinn Rosno. He took it in, and both of the extra point kicks have been made in this game by Jaden Allman, and that was with 9.45 to go in the second quarter. Then Amherst decided to go for it on fourth and about four for their own 45. It was an incomplete pass, and St. Cecilia made a move right down the football field again, but came up short on fourth down, and that's when Amherst then took it all the way down and eventually had to settle for the 45-yard field goal attempt with 45 seconds to go. The snap was high. They never even got the kick away and that took us to halftime after two more plays here from Hastings St. Cecilia. So at the half, your score is St. Cecilia 14 and Amherst nothing. So St. Cecilia gets the ball to start the third quarter of play. Coming up next week, St. Cecilia will be traveling to Gibbon, Given got that nice win last week against Hershey after not getting any wins last year. So uh, they got a nice win. And then they're back home in two weeks against Bishop Newman. And that will be a big game for them. For Amherst, they're going to have a tough one back home with Chase County next week. Then in a couple of weeks, they go to Don Trumbull and midway through the season, Carney Catholic. That's a Thursday night on the 21st. And we will have that game for you on ESPN Tri-Cities. Again, your halftime score, St. Cecilia 14, Amherst nothing. Checking a couple of other updates here for you. They're still scoreless between Adams Central and Holdridge. That game is just getting to the halftime on ESPN. Hastings, Kearney Catholic with the lead, of course, as we said, by 16 over Hershey as they headed to half and York leading Hastings by a score of 7 to nothing. You've been listening to the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report for quality dependable trash hauling service for your farm or business contact the professionals at Ravenna sanitation the second half is next on the vine
11: five points bank has been your hometown bank for over 40 years and now you can take us wherever you go mobile deposit allows you to deposit checks from your smartphone or tablet with our free business banking app and never pay for an atm charge again with our MoneyPass pass app it maps out atms near you that won't charge a fee because of its partnership with five points bank We're here to serve you in person and online, and that's why we're the Better Bank.
2: Hey everyone, this is Zach with Holder's Irrigation, your local Ranky Pivot dealer. On behalf of everyone at our five locations, we would like to wish all the farmers a safe and prosperous harvest. For the past 32 years, we've been selling Ranky pivots and helping farmers get water down on their crops through the good and the bad times. While you're driving through your fields this harvest, don't forget to call Holdridge Irrigation and ask about our pivot winterization program. We inspect Rankies and all of those other electric pivots. Stay safe and call Holdridge Irrigation today at 308-995-4000. Thanks. From Hershey there at halftime on ESPN Carney. It's Carney Catholic now 31 and Hershey nothing. In Class A, Millard South leading Elkhorn South at the half 23 to nothing. And Cambridge leading Pleasanton by a score of 26 to 8 at the half. Sandhill Steadford leading Hitchcock County at the half by a score of 20 to 14. And Simmel Myrna leading Ansley Litchfield at the half 32 to 6 is the score in another area game for you as we keep you up to date right here on the Vibe eight nine and Nebraska.com. Thanks for being with us on this Friday night. Giltner now trailing Nebraska Christian 18-16. That game is still early in the second quarter, a little later start over there. And the sun has gone behind the trees and the clouds and it is much nicer Highline 18, number one, North Platte, St. Pat's 13. That game is at the half. And now we are ready to get our second half underway. As Amherst will be booting it away into what little win we have now. From north to south, Malik is ready to boot it away. And we are ready for the second half of football. Doug, with you on the Vibe, KKPR-FM, Carney Hastings, Amherst. Rosno back deep. Here's the kick. It's a short kick, trying to punch it into the open area, and they did, but it's out of bounds at the 20-yard line. So the kicks continue to go out of bounds for both of the teams, and St. Cecilia not messing around. They're just jogging their boys out there right now. So first and 10 for Hastings St. Cecilia at their own 35-yard line, leading it by a score of 14 to nothing, but by rights should be up more in this football game. They got stopped a couple of times. When they were moving the football. Thomas Biker coming over here to the sideline after the special teams. Now checking things out. Going to go trips to the right side. Single to the left ball right in the middle of the football field. Rosno not quite sure of the play. He's looking over to the sideline. Chase Evans finally ready to set him down, still plenty of time, takes it, hands it to Rosno, he's hit, breaks a tackle, continues to churn, gets three, maybe four, out to the 34-yard line, again, hit him in the backfield, but not able to bring him down, first contacted there, Cope Smith,
6: 66, and it's going to be a
2: gain of three, they're going to say, second down and six and a half for Rosno, who had 62 yards rushing in the first half, Tesmer had 61, so very similar between the two lead. Backs. Now on the left hash still trips to the short side of the field. Evans counterplay to Rosner comes off the left side he's gonna be tackled after a one yard gain after the forty yard line by Cale Topenheim. It'll be third down, again, third down and five. And again, haven't been a lot of bad 40. situations for Hastings St. Cecilia, but anytime there was a long yardage third or the one fourth down, they were able to convert all but one. Again, a little time getting the play in here, but when you're in the no huddle, there's way more time than kind of the fans think with that 40 second play clock. So it's third down and five at their own 40. Hammers would love to get a three and out back to pass. Evans going to throw it as far as he can down the left sideline. It's underthrown, coming back and cannot haul in the football. He's trying to get it down there for Schaefer. The coverage by Stokebrand, and for the first time of the ball game, Saint Cecilia's got to punt the football.
6: So a three and out here. And Amherst five.
2: will send Stokebrand and Malik back to receive the punt. The punt it away is Jensen Anderson.
6: Number, Number eleven.
2: Amherst shut out. They've moved the ball a little bit better, but nothing punt. yet. Let's see what we get here from Anderson. Not much of a rush on the kick. A bomb, backing up, backing up, fielding the ball at the 21-yard line is Stokebrand up to the 25-30, turns the corner 35-40, lowers that shoulder pad, and Quint Rosno knocks him down, has a little words, but a great return there. No. Really great good return. Tackle. About a 36-yard punt that time.
6: First down and, 10. and a
2: return of 15, 16 yards From there by Stokebrand. So Amherst, for the most part, has had great field position. The ironic thing is, when they had their worst starting field position down inside the 15-yard line, that's when they had the big drive that still came up pointless or scoreless at the end of the second quarter. And well, they ended up not getting the field goal attempt away. All right, back to the power eye, just like they started the game. Twins to the short side, which is on this St. Cecilia sideline in front of us. They're going to move Stokebrand in motion. Still going to hand it off. Big hole over the left side. 45-50, into the secondary, 40. 40- and he's upended there at the 43-yard line. As you saw the play develop right in front of us, Schaefer makes the tackle. And when Tesmer gets any kind of a crack, he has really exploited it. And that's going to be a gain of 16 yards on the play and a first down. But again, remember, that's exactly what they did the first play of the game and went nowhere after that. Basically the exact same play, only this one had motion. Break the huddle again and split out to the left side. is going to be Kyler Jones. Stokebrand will line up as the tight end of the right side. And back to the I formation here. Hadwiger sets him down. Sends Stokebrand in motion. Twins to the short side. hand it off again to Tesmer. Not much of a hole this time. Gets what he can. And then they drag him by his jersey backwards. Tesmer Braxton Wiles might have got a yard. it
6: will be second gone. out at nine. And Andre Sabaka in on the tackle.
2: Trying to run away from Thomas on that defensive line over there is basically what you're seeing here which is hard to do if he lines up as the nose guard (laughs) but we mentioned it in the first half, not as much success running off the right side for Amherst as they've had running off the left side but you can't run it off the left side every single time either four down linemen here for the Blue Hawks second out of nine for Amherst at the St. Cecilia 42 yard line third quarter, nine minutes to go 14-0 14-0 Hawks. Fake Oh, dangerous pitch to Tesmer, and he's kind of in no man's land, just trying to get back to the line of scrimmage. He's pulled forward on the tackle to the 38-yard line. Going to be a gain of three on the play. But they sent Stokebrand in motion, and then Hadwiger took the ball and acted like he was going to run to the right and then just kind of stopped and shot it like a basketball back over to Tesmer and just hung in the air. Ugly looking play. And Tesmer was fortunate enough to get a couple. It's going to be third down and seven at the 39-yard line of St. Cecilia. Amherst hasn't had a lot of success here in third down. Offset. Tesmer back to block. handwicker wants to throw. Looks deep. Nobody there. Going to try and run. Has room. 35-30. Cuts back 25. Oh, there's a block in the back. 20, but there's... Yeah, the flag came. 15-10. Shucks a man five, stays bounds touchdown, but it's not going to count. Oh, uh, You can see the Amherst defender, or in this case, offensive player, pull those hands back, but the back judge saw it, and there's a flag laying at the 23-yard line. So that's going to be pushing them back to about the 38, which is about the original line of scrimmage, and they'll do it again. Great run by Hadwiger, and I'm going to tell you the truth, folks, that block in the back meant nothing. That kid was not going to make the tackle. He was not going to get in Hadwiger's way most likely, but it was definitely a block in the back. That's only the second penalty of the ball game.
6: Penalty a 15
2: yarder and it marks it at the 37 yard line. So they actually other the run by Hadwiger pick up about 5 yards. Now they're readjusting it. No, that's not right. It's a 10-yard penalty, right, boys? It's a 10-yard penalty, not a 15-yard penalty, and that's what they did here. So that should be a first down.
6: That was a 10-yard penalty from the spot.
2: Now the official, this is a tough one for the officials. (laughs) They moved the ball back, but wasn't enough for the first 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 down. They've already waved the chains forward. And discussing, should it be a 10-yard markoff, a 15-yard markoff? The penalty flag was laid at the 23, and they are going to call it a first down. So after all of that, it's not a touchdown, but it is a first down for Amherst at the 31-yard line of St. Cecilia. 14-0 Hawks, 8-10 to go and running here in the third quarter of play on the Vibe 98-9. Doug did with you on a nice Friday night. Now that the sun's down, Hadwiger under center, and he draws them off sides. First heavy count of the night, or hard count, if you will. And that'll be the first off-size penalty of the ball game. Fifth penalty of the day against Hastings St. Cecilia. Now they run up to the line real quick here, trying to catch him sleeping. They blow it ready for play. First and five at the 26. Hedwiger down a little, almost takes a snap with his knee on the ground. Hands it to Tesmer off the left side. He gets inside the 25 to the 24-yard line. Going to get about three yards on the play. Rozno and Kissinger from their linebacker position continuing to rack up the tackles. Evans comes in as a defensive back. Checking out will be Aiden Schaefer. He was the backup at both positions for Evans. Now McGee's going to check out offensively here. saying down about two and a half for Amherst. They're at the 24-yard line. Their deepest penetration of the ball game. Out of the I formation, Stoke, Brandon, motion from left to right. Again, it's a handoff to Tesmer. He breaks a tackle at the 20. Sideline 15, and it'll be brought down inside the 10, near the 7-8-yard line. First and goal, but here is a penalty flag. Flag It's where he was tackled, but it was not on the man that tackled him. It's not a face mask. But we have another penalty here, and you almost have to feel that that's going to be another downfield block in the back. Or it could, could be a blindside block after Tesmer broke containment. If the play stands, it would be a 16-yard run. Amherst acting like it is. Oh, they do call a face mask. It was earlier in the run. So it's a 5-yard face mask. A 16-yard run by Tesmer gets him right to 100. And it'll be first down and Goal. At about the three-yard line. First and goal at the three. Amherst looking to get on the board. They trail 14 to nothing. 7-10 to go in this third quarter of play. Hadwiger out of the I formation. Long count takes it. Hands it to McGee. And he goes nowhere. They actually had brought the blocking back, Tyson Klingelhofer, in as a fullback. Don't think there's a problem over here with Tesmer. He's coming back into the ball game. But McGee is backed up a yard, and it's going to be at the 5. So McGee's carried it twice and has been stuffed both times. And the backup fullback, Tyson Klingelhofer, will check back out. So nothing easy here for Amherst. Been 14-0 since the 9.45 mark of the second quarter. We're down to 6.5 in the third. Back to the eye. Second and goal at the 5. Hadwiger under center. Takes the snap. Fakes it. He wants to go naked bootleg around the left side. Finally gets a block. Gets hit at the 4, the 3, and was lucky to get as much as he did close to the 2. Look to the right. Spun to his left. And he's going to be out at the
6: third down,
2: 2.5-yard line. It's actually inside where you go from the extra point. So they are going to mark it at the 2. A 3-yard gain from Hadwiger. So it's third and goal at the two. Do they take him out from under center or not? Malik to the left. Also slot left is going to be Stokebrand. Nobody to the wide side of the field. Back to the power eye formation again. Third and goal at the two. Hadwiger, long count, takes it, fakes it to Tesmer. Rolls right, he's got all day, but he's going to throw the ball into the end zone. Touchdown, Riesland. He could have ran it in, but his tight end, Carter Riesland, getting his first start of the year tonight is able to haul it in and it's a two-yard touchdown pass that was the first pass on that entire drive and now the extra point can cut it to seven here from easton Malik. our five points bank touchdown brought to you by five points bank the better bank of carney taking advantage of getting saint cecilia three and out oh they bobble the snap again they throw it up for grabs. It's picked off. Oh, he dropped it. Remember, in high school, you can bring it the other way for two, and that would have been. But the snap here has not been good either time on the field goal. High on the extra point. Low. So, with 6-11 to go here in the third quarter of play, it's Hastings St. Cecilia 14 and Amherst 6. Friday Night Football on the Vibe 98-9.
3: Stop at Thompson Oil Company at 806 East South Street for complete auto care. Or for your convenience store needs, go to the West 2nd Best Stop at 2nd and Laird. Both locations feature Phillips 66 Super Clean Gasoline in three grades. Shop
2: Thompson Oil Company in Hastings. Back at Duncan Field, as always, a big thank you to our many fine sponsors. We're here in the Carney Towing and Repair broadcast booth bringing you St. Cecilia Amherst football while Carney Towing is on the road. Bring your vehicle home. Don't get stranded on the side of the road from heavy duty towing to roadside assistance called Carney Towing and Repair. When you need us, we'll be there. Again, most of our kickoffs have ended up going out of bounds. Malik kicked it out of bounds to start the third quarter. He'll have a chance here to do it again. And this boot is right down the middle. It will be returnable, taken at the 14-yard line, right in the middle of the field, starting left, and then back up the middle of the 15, the 20, the 25. And to the 30-yard line, as Rosno is brought down there by Cale Tobenheim, and St. Cecilia will get second possession of the third quarter. They went three and out, and the first time they were even stopped, let alone to three and out, to uh, get things going here in the second half. A lot of football left. We're just halfway through the third quarter. St. Cecilia 14 and Amherst 6. St. Cecilia pretty much dominated the first half. And as we said, could have easily been up 21 or 28. Nothing. But now it's a ball game again. Evans hands off Rosno. Got stuck in the backfield. McGee comes shooting through there and hit him at the line of scrimmage. No gain. Rosno and again, three. Rosno has and not been stopped at the line hardly at all tonight. And a nice stick that time. it out in 10. Again, it's basically the same formation. Twins to the wide, single with the short, shotgun or pistol with Rosno. They send Rosno out of the backfield, throw it out complete, and here comes Tesmer. He plants him as soon as he catches it behind the line of scrimmage, and then they're going to say it's just a flat incomplete pass. He hit him right in the back, and Rosno... He's slow to get up, but it might be because he's cramped. It's not because he got squished there. But a nice stick out there by Jesse Tesmer. And Amherst wishes it was complete because it would have been a three-yard loss. Instead, incomplete. Evans now 0 for his last four between the second and the third, and we've got a cramp up here for Rosno. Our entry timeout is brought to you by Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back into the game of life with a location near you. So, Expect to see something like that on a night like this. It's 14-6. to 6. St. Cecilia leading Amherst midway through the third quarter, and St. Cecilia faces a third and ten when we return. Whatever the Midwest weather
8: brings, you can rely on a York comfort system to keep your home comfortable all year. York systems are smarter, more connected, and more efficient than ever before, cutting your energy costs by as much as 50%. Plus, all York residential products have some of the best warranties in the industry. Your York Midwest dealer is Rutz Heating and Air in Hastings and Kearney. Go to rutsheating.com, proudly serving the entire Tri-City area. Learn how you can move up to a new line of comfort and efficiency for your home.
2: All right, Rosno comes out of the football game. They had used Kissinger Earlier, but he's the only other player to carry it besides Evans. Third and ten passing situation. Evans takes it. Three-step drop. Looks left. Nothing there. Has to scramble. Has a little bit of running room. Now he's going to be hit after a short gain and tripped up. Nice pursuit over there once again by Riesland. And shoving him towards Riesland was Tucker Stubbs. And Evan scrambled and scrambled, and for the first time tonight, he just couldn't find anybody. And that's going to be only about a three-yard gain to the 36-yard line. And it'll be a fourth and seven. So Anderson to punt it away. Malik and Stokebrand standing at about their 25-yard line. So the momentum in this game has definitely changed here. Snap, not much of a rush. The punt is away, a high, shorter kick, Stokebrand returnable, and then he fumbled it, and it's going to bounce backwards about eight yards, and then he goes and gets it at the 20, right side 25, 30. He gets up to the 32, and he kind of got back to where he would have been had he caught that football when it's all said and done. So a 37-yard punt that time, and Amherst will start over at their own 33. They trail here at Duncan Field and Hastings by a score. Of fourteen to six, but again it was fourteen to nothing. Nine forty-five to go. Saint in the second quarter. Saint Cecilia picked off the football, but on the return, ended up fumbling it. And then later in the second quarter, marched the ball down inside the ten and could not convert on fourth down. And now two punts here in the third quarter. Back to the I formation. Stoke Brandon motion from left to right, and they'll hand it off. That big play working again for Tesmer. Gets a block. Oh, he tripped over his own man. Setting a good block out here on Anderson was Malik. And as Tesmer cut back, back, he tripped over him and fell down short of the first down. That's the same play they ran to start the the first quarter, the same play they ran to start the third quarter. It's a little little blast or even a mini counter. They kind of take a half step to the right and come to the left side and mark it right there at the 40-yard line after a gain of seven. I've got Jesse for 107 yards tonight after the 277 last week. Get you some other scores here in just a moment. All right now, Stoke, in Motion, they've got three wideouts. Toss, sweep there to Tesmer, outside, not there. Cuts it back on the numbers and gets the first down. 45, he's out to the 50, and boy, a key tackle there. That was going to go for 40 more. Getting over there and bringing him down was Rodriguez. And a nice gain on the play of 10 more yards or Jesse Tesmer. A majority of what they're doing is running the ball. They did chuck it around there in the second quarter, but no pass attempts in the first, and the only pass attempt here in the third was the two-yard touchdown pass on third and goal. North Bend leading Grand Island Central Catholic 30-7, nine minutes to go in the third quarter. First and ten ball right at midfield. Motion is Malik from left to right. Movement from the defensive line. But I, I then we get some jumping from the offensive line. And our line judges looking across the field at each other. I thought for sure it was offsides. And that is going to be the call.
6: The Second
2: offsides here. And the seventh penalty against St. Cecilia for 45 yards.
6: First down and five. And right
2: now we have more scores to come your way. It is York 14, Hastings nothing now at the end of the third quarter on KHS Radio. Elm Creek leads Bertrand at the half, 22 to nothing. First and five now at the 45 of St. Cecilia. For Amherst, Malik in motion left to right. It's still a handoff. Tesmer left side. This time they close the hole after he gets the yard to the 44-yard line. So... Not necessarily going to the well once too often, but staying with their favorite play in there. In there, closing the hole up. Quinn Rosno off the bottom of the pile. Some other football tonight. Carney High, now a 35-6 lead over Fremont. Another big touchdown run from Abel Molina. He's had a 64 and a 66-yarder. That's the first play, it looks like, maybe the second play of the third quarter. For Carney High at Fremont, looking to go to 2-0. and All right, again, Boone Central was leading Aurora as they just get the third quarter underway, 14-7 on News Channel Nebraska Television. Tesmer off the right side, hits his defender, bounces up, picks two up, gets three more, and it will be brought down at the first down marker at the 40. So that time, Tesmer wasn't going to go down on first contact. He's got a four-yard gain. And
6: Max Rodriguez in on the tackle. That
2: should move the chains. Yeah, the referee. I mean, when it's right on the yard marker, like it is here, the 40, that's a lot easier. They don't have the hashtags here at Duncan Field to show that it's the 42 or the 43 or whatever, but just the five yard marks. And sometimes got to take a double look at that. Scotts Bluff leading North Platte 24 to 14 now. They are at the end of the third quarter of play. Here it is. 14-6, 14-6, St. Cecilia, minute 40 to go in the third. Amherst on the move, first and 10 at the 40. And I think we're going to get a delay of game here on Amherst. That would be their first delay of the ball game.
6: Penalty flags on the play.
2: Didn't quite get it snapped in time. That'll be the third penalty of the football game for 25 Five yards here on the Amherst Broncos.
6: Five-yard penalty.
2: Omaha North and Millard West, 16 all. That's at the end of the third quarter of play. All right, now first down and 15. So it was first and five, now 15. They fumble the snap. Hadwiger picks it up, scrambles to his right. He's going to have to run for what he can get, and he's going to get five yards. They get him down at the 40-yard line, maybe the 41. He did a little skip over there to try and get a couple more yards, but was ridden out of bounds
6: Tackle made by after yeah. a gain yeah. of four.
2: They don't use Hadwiger yeah. in the run yeah. game much. It's Tesmer, Tesmer, Tesmer. Second down and 11. You're listening to KKPR-FM. Kearney, Junietta, Riverdale, and the World Wide Web at NewsChannelNebraska.com. Doug Goodo with you. On the second Friday night of the season, both teams 1-0. Amherst trying to drive and tie this thing up, down by eight. Here comes the blitz. Hadwiger back to pass, nowhere to go. Now throws it out here. Riesling's got it at the first down marker, 30, and he falls forward to about the 28. Tackle made there by J.J. Schaefer. Somehow Hadwiger got that one away because St. Cecilia was bearing down on him and had some good pressure, and it's going to be a gain of 12 on the play for the Amherst Broncos. I have them unofficially for six first downs here in the quarter, zero for Hastings-St. Cecilia. One minute to go in the third, still 14-6 Hawks. First and 10 Amherst at the Bluehawk 29-yard line. Against Stoke Brandon motion from left to right. Again, Tesmer off the left side, breaks a tackle, gets stood up after three yards to the 25-yard line. I don't know what it is about Stokebrand going in motion that sucks a defender out of there because it's a quick snap and you know where they're going with it.
12: And
6: a ton
2: of tackles tonight for Rodriguez and Wiles. Going to be a gain of four on the play for Tesmer. He is the workhorse. And unofficially, I have got him for 10 carries here in this third quarter for 55 yards. Only have to run one more play here in the quarter. We're under 20. 20 seconds. They do send out Brendan Bradley to the right, so they've got three wideouts for a rarity here. And they're still going to hand it to Tesmer. Off-right tackle. He'll get to the 20, and he's going to be just short of the first down. That's going to be a five-yard gain. It'll be third and one, and that's the final play of the third quarter of play. So it looks like we're going to come down to the end tonight, folks, as it is Hastings-St. Cecilia 14, Amherst 6, but the Broncos... In the red zone again. It'll be third and one when we start the fourth quarter right after this on the Vibe 98.9 and NewsChannelNebraska.com. Does your
14: business need help financing new construction equipment, trucks, or trailers? Or do you need financing for a new motorhome, fifth wheel, or ATV? Currency is here to help. Just fill out an application, and Currency Finance will find a lender offering the best rates and terms. Visit GoCurrency.com for details. Offers may vary and arranged by Express Tech Financing, LLC DBA currency pursuant to CFL License 60DB0 54873. Five Points Bank. Keeping your money safe and secure is something we take very seriously. But we are also serious about meeting you where you are, supporting our communities and the causes you care about, knowing your banker by name, making decisions locally doing all we can to improve the area's quality of life, owned by families to serve families. Yes, we're a bank, but we are the better bank. Five Points Bank. Well, thank you, Mr. Anstein.
2: Always good hearing from you and the many fine sponsors that allow us to bring you high school football. And here we go, 14-6, to Hastings St. Cecilia, with no first down to the third quarter. Amherst still trails. Third and one. Out of the power eye. Under center is Hadwiger Takes it. Hands it to Tesmer. He gets hit. He bounces forward. He drags a defender and gets the first down. Second effort for Jesse Tesmer. And again, St. Cecilia doing a good job of plugging the gap. And we may have another man down. Is it Rosno again with cramps? It's enough for a first down. Only about two yards, but he was two yards behind the line of scrimmage when they caught up to him unofficially 133 yards. On the ground for Jesse Tesmer. And again, cramping up out there. Doesn't look like it is. Rosno can't quite tell who it was in the middle of the football field as they work on him, but it's just a cramp. And that's where we are at. So Amherst, again, has shut down St. Cecilia on their two possessions. And finally, they're going to get the player up off the field. Max, come out. And it's Max Rodriguez. You got to come out for at least one play. First if they stop 10, it Broncos, for any reason, injury, timeout is what that is, even when it is a cramp. All right, first out at 10. Amherst at the St. Cecilia 18-yard line. First play of the fourth quarter of first down. This will be the second play. And back to pass is Hadwiger in the pocket, going for the end zone. Two men there diving, and it's incomplete. He had two men in the area, McGee and Riesland, Rieslund, who had the touchdown earlier, full out dive, and the ground got to him before he could hold the ball in. Nice pass from Hadwiger, and well covered there by St. Cecilia. Nonetheless, it is incomplete, and now that brings up second down. Can they run the ball? Split out wide to the left is going to be Kyler Jones this time. Stoke Brand in the slot left. Nobody to the right side. Ball in the middle of the field out of the eye formation. McGee the fullback. Toss sweep for Tesmer. St. Cecilia strings it out. There's nowhere to go for Jesse. He's going to lose a yard. Push back to the 19-yard line. Gang tackled out there.
6: Now you're talking about what do you do? Rodriguez. Are you going to throw
2: the football, which you most likely have to do? We've got another cramp out there which is going to slow the game down a little bit. And if you don't get it, do you attempt the field goal? Amherst was going to try a 45-yard field goal in the last minute of the second quarter, but the snap was high. And then on the extra point, the snap was low. And if the coach knew what the snap was going to be, it'd make it a lot easier. I'm sure that he would try a field goal. And a lot of it probably depends on what happens here. It's going to be third down and 11 at the 19-yard line. Hammers trails 14 to 6. Again, power eye formation. Hadwiger under center. Here come the Hawks. They're blitzing and they get him. No chance. And tried to throw it away. Are they going to let him throw it away? He was well in the grass. They twirled Hadwiger around twice. I think they're going to call this an incomplete pass. They were bringing the house. And just after sitting out a play, Max Rodriguez came swirling through there. And no, they are going to call it a sack. They're going to mark it That's back right here at the 27-yard line. The so that is an 8-yard loss, the second sack. And now you've got to try the field goal because it's 4th and forever. They need to get down to about, about, about the 8-yard line, and they're at the 27. So 4th and 19. They're going to attempt the field goal here. This will be a 44-yard attempt. They'll set the team out at the 34 right in the middle of the field for Easton Malik. Five, six, 130 pounds. Here comes a blitz up the middle. The kick goes right into him. It's blocked. Line drive. And Amherst picks it up. They're going to. Start. Oh! They blew it dead. Oh no! And the Amherst coaches are going, you can't blow that dead. McGee picked it up and went around the left side. He would have scored. St. Cecilia didn't play any attention to it. And maybe again, watching football on Saturday or Sunday, the rules. Different, so I'm not positive about that. It was lined into Thomas Thomas, they say. But I think Malik can see it coming. He tried to put a little extra on it and just didn't get it into the air. And so the 44-yard field goal is blocked. And St. Cecilia takes over.
6: They, they, they are too. And now... So
2: that's what happened. Amherst is going to get to try the kick again. That was a live ball. So it's still a 44-yard field goal, but Amherst is going, how about a 30-yard touchdown? All right, let's see what Malik does again. St. Cecilia is showing that they're going to bring pressure. The kick is away. This one has height, but it's going to be short. It did not get there. So blocked goal is no and then short. And Hastings, St. Cecilia will take over, and that becomes really big. I mean, you make it 14-9, then if by chance you do get a touchdown and don't have St. Cecilia score, it doesn't matter what you do on your PAT. At 8, you're safe for St. Cecilia. No way you can fall behind on one possession. But that'll be a tough one to swallow. You just don't, at the high school level, especially the lower the classes, see a blocked field goal, and then nobody picks it up. I equate this, folks, to the Leon Let play. The ball was live. If offense touches it, it's still live. And St. Cecilia was doing the right thing, trying to just let it die. All right, here we go. St. Cecilia takes over. First down and 10.
6: And they're going to hand it off the left side. McGee tackles Evans after a short play.
2: From the 20 up to the, about the 23. Again, a gain of three for Chase Evans. Playing on a little bit of a bum leg here tonight. Ten minutes to go in the game. 14-6, St. Saint Cecilia. St. Cecilia looking for their first first down of the second half. half. Stand out of the pistol. Rosner moved a little early, but no flag. Evans will follow him. He'll come across the 25 to the 26. That's only a gain of two yards.
6: Right.
2: Evans, Amherst back home to take about on about Chase County next week. And, and for Hastings St. Cecilia.
6: They will be on the road at Gibbon.
2: Gibbon playing Wood River this evening in that annual rivalry game. Of course, Wood River lost to Amherst last week, and Gibbon got their first win in two years over Hershey. St. Cecilia switching where they're putting their wide receivers here. Now they're ready to go. Third down and four at their twenty-six. Back to pass, Evans has time, throws over the middle, complete first down, and breaking a tackle at the 40, and could go all the way. Anderson, one man to beat, trying to get around Malik, 25, 20. Malik brings him down at the 10, a 71-yard touchdown last week, and the first time Anderson has got anything going here tonight, 64 yards. The first completed ball, the first first down. And just like that, St. Cecilia might be ready to put this one away. They just needed four yards. It was a little six-yard completion. McGee was trying to make the open field tackle right across the middle. Anderson broke away, and there was only Malik. And give Easton credit, he was it. That was the only Amherst guy over the last 60 yards that had a chance to go get him, and he did. So it'll be first and goal at the 10. Rosno comes over, gets the play. Tells it to do. his quarterback yeah, 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 Evans. Yeah, 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 right Evans off. gonna keep it himself, and he gets sacked behind the line of scrimmage, coming through unblocked to make the tackle. Is Cale Tomlinheim? He's gonna lose at least one. Evans with the clear. And that might Kale be
6: Tombenheim
2: all. with the tackle. So a yard loss, and it'll be second and goal at the 11. So did, did
6: they give it first Must have.
2: 8-20 to go. A little confusion here for St. Cecilia on a couple of plays. Rosno well, shifting the wide receivers trying to get where they want to be. Set a tight end in there. Tripped to the left side. Evans back to pass. Looking wide receiver screen. Now throws slant and complete for a short gain of only a couple to the 9-yard line. And so it'll be third and goal. Anderson hauling it in with Kale Tobenheim and making the tackle. Third and goal at the nine. And St. Cecilia is going to call their first time out of the second half. Brought to you by the ENT half. Physicians of Carney, taking care of you since 1994, located where you need it, is specializing in you. St. Cecilia 14.
10: time at frozenford.com
7: when experience matters, ENT Physicians and Family Hearing at Kearney has physicians who are devoted to the medical and surgical treatment of ear, nose, throat, head, and neck disorders in adults and children, providing the community with otolaryngology and audiology services since 1994, along with speech therapy services. With our main office located in Kearney and nine satellite locations located throughout central Nebraska, we provide the highest quality care. See Dr. Conley, Dr. Blaka, Dr. Johnson, and Dr. Klingen Smith at Kearney ENT. And see why experience matters to us, specializing in you.
2: All right, third and second and goal at the, third and goal at the nine, excuse me, out of the timeout. Faye, corner of the end zone, couldn't find it, Anderson. Oh, he was open, Hadwiger got over there. He was looking left shoulder, the ball was over his right shoulder, and it's going to be fourth down. And that might mean a field goal here. That's exactly what St. Cecilia is going to do.
6: Number two, and James. this
2: would give them a two-possession lead. Put them up by 11. The kicker is Jaden Allman. He's two for two on his extra points. This will be a 26-yard field goal attempt right in the middle of the field. Snap is down. The kick is away. The kick is up. The kick is good. So, with 7.44 remaining in the football game, a 26-yard field goal from Jade Allman makes it St. Cecilia 17, and Hastings St. Cecilia here at home on top by 11 over Amherst, 17-6. We'll be back with the kickoff right after this. This
1: broadcast is made possible by Terry and Jason Stark, your Hogemeyer Independent Representatives.
0: Relationships matter. Success in agriculture depends on many things. This is Michael Bauer with Town & Country Bank. Among the most important are relationships that you can count on. Relationships with people who understand the risks you face, who help navigate complicated situations, and who deliver on their promises. We at Town & Country Bank are people you
2: can count on.
15: Relationships matter. Town & Country
2: Bank.
0: Member FDIC.
2: Looks like St. Cecilia is going to change their kicker here for the kickoff. And the boot by Allman is up and very short, taking at the 25-yard line, 30, 35. I believe that's Malik up to the 37. Or is it Jones? Let's see who did carry that football. No, nope, Fisher. It's number six, not five. great Fisher does his job, brings it up to the 38-yard line. And Widener, the freshman, makes the tackle for St. Cecilia. Score update at the end of three. Finally a score. It's Adam Central 7 Holdridge nothing. End of three on ESPN Hastings. So now Amherst is going to have to get to work. Down by 11. Hadwiger wants to throw. Delayed catch out here. And about a yard gain to Stokebrand. Tackle made by Evans. And he slips but gets back up. It's going to be a Gain of maybe a half Uh, yard.
6: Oh, no, now you're going to call it
2: incomplete. So incomplete, it will bring up second down and 10. Hadwiger, 2 of 4 for 14 yards and a touchdown here in the second half. He was 3 of 7 with a pick in the first half for 40 yards. So this offense not built to chuck it downfield. Second and 10, Stoke Brandon motion. Hands it to Tesmer off the left side. St. Cecilia's figured this out, and Amherst's got to do something different. They send him in motion. They run it off left tackle, and he's been getting good yards, and Thomas is over there to get the tackle after a one-yard gain by Tesmer. And Amherst is in a position that they're going to have to go for it if they don't convert here on third down. We've got seven minutes to go. 17-6 to 6, St. Cecilia. Third down and nine, Amherst at their own 38-yard line. They'll put pistol formation here for Hadwiger. Here comes a blitz up the middle. They pick it up. Hadwiger steps up in the pocket. Now has to run. Gets to the 40 but won't have near enough for the first down. Ran to the short side of the field. He saw the pressure coming. Took his eye off of his wide receiver and streaking down the right side was Stokebrand. He had got by the defenders but looking to the left, not to the right. And a gain of three on the play. Brings up fourth down and six. It stops the clock with 6.37 to go, and they're going to go for it. I think this is the right decision. Not sure you would get the ball back twice, plus you're thinking you got to shut them out. So they are 0 of 1 on fourth down. A short, com- incomplete pass to Stokebrand. Now they've got trips to the right side, trying to make sure that everybody knows the play. Single to the left. Here comes pressure on Hadwiger in the pocket. He's going to have to chuck this one. He's scrambling. He's scrambling. Nowhere to go. Just throws it up for grabs, and it's incomplete. They sent everybody deep except Tesmer, who came out of the flat to the right side. Hadwiger was chased to the left, and there was nobody to throw it to, and that's the problem when you send everybody deep. And so St. Cecilia... We'll take over on downs. Don't forget when we are done here, it is the new West sports medicine or orthopedic surgery postgame show. All the final stats and a few scores for you. And then just after 10 o'clock tonight, Bridger Cruz will have the Ruts and Rivals scoreboard show scheduled for 10-15 when all of our football is done here at here on the Vibe and on ESPN and on KHS. Evans takes the snap and comes straight ahead. Making sure that the clock runs. And they're not even really concerned with getting big yardage right here. There was nothing special in that one. He had two yards and brought down with the clock running. They'll be able to run this down to about 545 before they have to snap this. 17-6. It was 14 to nothing. And St. Cecilia had two other golden opportunities in the second quarter that they didn't cash in on. But give credit, Amherst then came out. Made a punt twice in the third quarter, scored, and then just could not finish off a couple other drives. It was all St. Cecilia in the first half. Amherst in the second half, handed to Rosno, right up the gut. He'll bust the tackle and then get gang-tackled at the 30-yard line. A gain of six, maybe seven on the play. Mark him down there. It'll be third down and short. Going to give him seven yards. Rosno. At 62 in the first half, only four carries here in the second half. He now has 74. It's going to be third at about a yard. They'll still pull Evans back in the pistol. Takes it, hands it to Rosno, has the first down as he grinds inside the 25 to the 24-yard line. Give him another four yards on the play. And although it's just the second first down of the second half, it is sure enough to... And get them to two zero. All they have to do right now is hold on to the football. St. Cecilia undefeated regular season last year. They handled Amherst thirty-five to nothing. That's what that first half looked like. It was just going to be kind of a workmanship, hard working. Had to work to get your scores, but they were getting them. And then Amherst has stood up and not allowed a touchdown here since that point. First and ten. Rosno again, straight up the gut, breaks the tackle. They tried to strip, but he made him pay. He gets inside the 15. Rosner Enough for another first down here. Rosno with 10 more.
6: Wyatt Anderson in on the tackle. The game about
2: and that'll move him down. Oh, they don't give him the first down. It's going to be at the 11.
6: Oh, no, it's marked on the 15. Marked on the 15.
2: So if Rosner just carried it the rest of the way and did eventually score, he would go over 100 yards tonight. Second down and one at the 15-yard line. First down this time off the left side. And he's tackled forward to the nine. And it'll be first and goal after the six-yard gain.
6: Again, our
2: next high school sports action is Tuesday night. And what a dandy it should be on ESPN Tri-Cities High School Volleyball from Sumner. SEM is the number one team in D1. Overton is the number one team in D2. Xtel is the number three team in D1. And they've got a triangular beginning at 5 o'clock on ESPN Tri-Cities and on NewsChannelNebraska.com. Another cramp here. And our trainer keeping busy with that. But luckily, that's about all he's had to work on tonight. Our injury report brought to you by Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back into the game of life with a location near you. We are down to 4.07 to go in the game. St. Cecilia is marching, and they lead Amherst
12: 17-6. CHS Agri-Service Center is proud of the area athletes and wishes them good luck in the game. CHS Agri-Service Center in Alma, Holdridge, Bertrand, Loomis, Roseland, Smithfield, Overton, Bladen, Blue Hill, and Elm Creek. People and resources you can count on always.
4: Hastings Ford Lincoln wants to buy your vehicle. Due to the current national inventory shortage and rising customer demand, it is a great time to sell your vehicle. Your vehicle is most likely worth more now than it has been for the last year or more. Our experienced staff will evaluate your vehicle and write you a check for actual cash value. Give us a call at 402-303-1072 to see if your vehicle qualifies and to schedule an appointment with one of our evaluators. Hastings Ford Lincoln. We are Nebraska.
2: They had to help Tucker Stubbs off the field. And now we have a first and goal at the nine for Hastings St. Cecilia, already up 17 to 6. Trying to put the cherry on top here. Fake the handoff to Rosno. Quarterback counter inside the five. Evans stretches for the goal line. He's down at the one. An eight yard gain for Chase Evans. It'll be second down and goal at the one. 340 to go in the football game.
6: York, a final tonight.
2: They shut out Hastings 21 to nothing in York on KHS. So, again, York 21, Hastings nothing, a final on KHS radio. Rosno in the backfield. They will put the fullback in in front of him. That is going to be Kissinger. They actually put Evans under center. Let's see if he just gives it to Kissinger. Second and goal at the one. Evans takes it, hands it to Rosno, fumbled the ball, and Amherst covers it. Oh, my. Fumble on the
6: play,
2: Amherst. Recovered. The ball is fumbled, and the recovery by Kyler Jones. It just slid right through the hands of Quinn Rosno. Their second fumble of the night, and it'll be at the Amherst 2. Ball will be placed. So there's still a chance at a miracle here, but they're going to have to hit a bomb somewhere along the way. With 3.07 to go in the game, 98 yards away and down by 11. Again, the kicking game has hurt. They tried two field goals, didn't really get much on either one of them and missed an extra point. You get any of those field goals, this is still a game. All right, Hatwiger under center. They show eye formation. Got a pass in the end zone. Throws it deep down the left side. It's a jump ball and overshooting everybody. He was looking for that his backup pass, tight end and in Bradley. Number
6: 44, Bradley falls incomplete. And it's a
2: lot harder to complete him when they know it's coming.
6: Down, but they have been
2: 10, pressuring Hadwiger to too. And he knows he has to make sure to Folks, get like rid of the football. To Tom
6: Meyer also donated the $184 back to the school. Thank you, Tom. For your generosity and not Down
2: to three minutes to go. Taking a long time in the huddle. Run a play that maybe they haven't run yet this year. How far can he throw it? Hadwiger, empty backfield. Rolls to his right like he wants to run it. Now there's a flag in the end zone. And if that's holding in the end zone, that's a safety. That was something they hadn't run all night long, trying to spread it and let Hadwiger run it. But our side judge threw that flag immediately, and it's sitting in the end zone. And this could put the game away. I don't see St. Cecilia jumping up and down. Yep, safety. There it is. So it is a hold in the end zone. And Amherst thinking that they were going to do the right thing and run the ball. Instead, it's a safety. And that'll make it 19-6. to six, And they'll have to free kick it away here. Amherst will. And that virtually does it. So they got a break on the fumble recovery and couldn't do anything with it after that. We'll take a break. Our five points bank safety. Five point bank, the better bank. Well, so the UNK volleyball team won both of their matches, the first in four, the second in three sets today out in Salt Lake City. Two more to go tomorrow. Hastings College lost in four. They've got two more down in Kansas. The UNK cross-country teams both won the inaugural Griffin Twilight in St. Joe, Missouri, to begin their season tonight. So congratulations to the cross-country runners. All right, it looks like Amherst is elected to punt. After the safety, you get that free kick so you can put it on a tee or you can put it away. Looks like the referee still holding on to the ball. Fourth quarter, 45-7. to 7, Kearney Catholic leading over Hershey. That's on ESPN Kearney. So try to get everybody organized. Hastings will go 2-0. St. City to 2-0. 1-1 for Amherst.
6: Broncos, number 10. And so here
2: comes the punt by Braylon Russell on the free kick. Boots it away. That's a beauty of a punt. Back, 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 Rosno, and it bounces, and it won't go out of bounds. So he had to step up on it, and now it brings it up the sideline. Again, he thought it was going to go out of bounds, and it just laid there. That would have been free ball. You can recover a free kick. So he had to pick it up, and the ball we marked at the 32-yard line, and that's all they needed to do. And so... Hastings, St. Cecilia now, wants to keep it as simple as possible, run the ball, and watch the clock run. Amherst does have all of their timeouts, but they're down 19-6 with 2.52 to go. Let's see if they they do make a couple of stops here, if they will utilize them. St. Cecilia not doing anything different. They're not going to a heavier jumbo package. They're still putting two to the wide side, one to the boundary side. Rosno in there with the shotgun quarterback or pistol quarterback, of Evans. Takes the snap with his right hand, runs to his left, comes across the 35 so out to the 36-yard line. Going to be a gain of three on the play for Evans. Of about three. And, and more importantly, the clock running. Amherst not using a timeout. Will be close to two minutes. First down and By the time second, they nine, have to seven, snap this football. Second, seven, so, again, it was all St. Cecilia early on. They used the 95 and an 87-yard drive the first two times they touched it, but haven't scored a touchdown since. Have a field goal and a safety. They lead it 19-6. to Sang it out in seven. Straight up the middle again, and just blocking, 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 while Amherst tries to strip the ball, and Amherst will use a timeout as they bring him down at the 40. Going to be a gain of about five that time for Rosno,
6: and it'll be third down, along with number twenty-two.
2: Ben and a, about four yards to go, maybe a little less than that. Get a big thank you to our many fine sponsors that allow us to bring you high school football here on the Vibe ninety-eight-nine. Looking forward to bringing you more football action next week. Friday night football is going to be some good ones again next week. So timeout on the field, 19-6. Let's see if we can give you a couple updates on some other games. Uh, We already told you that York beat Hastings 21-0. Carney Catholic is taking care of Hershey. 45-7 ends up being the final score. Pierce beats Columbus SCOTUS tonight, 28-21. In A, Millard West over Omaha North a game with a field goal, 19-6. Axtell has just finished off Overton by a score of 20-3 is the score in that contest. Uh, what else can we find? Scott leading Northwest at the end of three quarters by a score of 30 to nothing. Scott leading Grand Island Northwest in that contest. Uh, what else we got for you? Scott's Bluff edges North Platte 24-21. A halftime score, it was Wood River leading Gibbon by a score of 8-7. to seven. That came at halftime. All right, it's third and three. High snap, ball's bobbled, it's fumbled in the backfield. It's still loose, and they're finally going to say, yeah, it's on. but now St. Cecilia's going to have to punt it, and Amherst will use the timeout. It was kind of a lazy high snap back there. It looked like maybe it was going to go to Rosno, and it went over his head. And they're going to lose all the yardage that they had, as Amherst will call their second timeout. It's going to be fourth down and ten. So a team loss of seven on the play. So they'll have to pump the football away. 19 to six. There's still time on the clock. You never know what's going to happen. Just keep it here. This time i brought to you by ENT Physicians. Ryan
11: Trampy is a very proud supporter of all area sports. Ever wonder what sets Channel Seed products apart from other seed? It's a direct connection to Monsanto, a company consistently recognized as a leader in seed and trait technology. Tested globally, locally, and then combined with the latest traits and treatments to ensure performance potential on your acres.
13: I'm Ryan Trampy, your Channel Seed dealer.
2: Fourth and ten, St. Cecilia has to punt it away with two minutes to go in the contest. Amherst acting like they're going to bring pressure. They're trying. The kick is away, but it's a sky-high, very, very short kick. And then it just kind of bounces and doesn't go anywhere at the 50 to the 49-yard line. That's an 18-yard punt. 18-yard punt punt from Anderson. And it'll be Amherst ball at their own 40... Nine-yard line, trailing by thirteen, a minute fifty to go in the game, and just one timeout. So it looked like this thing was going to be over a couple of minutes ago. since Saint Cecilia fumbled it at the Amherst two. And haven't been they got the safety, but then after the free kick, not able to get a first down. So Amherst got to find a way to score here and recover an onside kick. Four wideouts, twins to the short side. Out of the pistol is Hadwiger, and we are going to get a penalty flag.
6: Penalty flags on the play. False
2: start on the offense.
6: False start. First
2: penalty Amherd. of the fourth quarter.
6: Five that is penalty. the
2: fourth penalty of the ball game is all on Amherst. Down and
6: 15 for for the Hastings,
2: St. Cecilia, they have seven penalties. For 45 yards, had the one face mask. Everything else, minor penalties. Friday Night Football on the Vibe 98.9 at NewsChannelNebraska.com. Brought to you by Currency. Makes financing quick, easy, and secure. For heavy machinery, ag equipment, trucks, trailers, and more, visit GoCurrency.com for details. First and 15, and now offsides on St. Cecilia. So we're going to go right back to where we were. And it'll be first down and 10.
6: The Blue Hawks. Five yard and again, there's a, a fine the
2: line lane lane. between putting pressure on, but Broncos. you don't want to do this either. You're in a very comfortable spot if you're St. Cecilia. Don't burn yourself here. But they are bringing pressure up the middle. Hadwiger it's picked up, scrambles, wants to run to his left, now throws it down the middle into triple coverage. It's picked off. Picked off at the 20-yard line up to the 25. The 30 running towards the St. Cecilia sideline is Anderson, and he'll step out of bounds passed, at the 35-yard yeah, like line. Anderson. Well, not a lot of time. Hadwiger had to try something. He couldn't run. Line. He was being shadowed out here on the numbers Two on the left side, and that'll be the second interception of the night for Tage Hadwiger, and that should officially put this one away with the Anderson interception. One thirty-seven remaining in the ball game, and it'll be at the Haste Saint Cecilia thirty-five yard line. Nineteen to six. Saint Cecilia with the lead. They scored on their opening possession after forcing an Amherst punt. Went 95 yards and haven't trailed since. Offset eye. Evans takes the snap, gives it to Rosno, runs hard off the right side, gets a couple before he's shoved backwards, out to about the 37-yard line. And with that two-yard run, that will put Quinn Rosno over 100 yards, rushing tonight for St. Cecilia. And the clock will run under one minute before... Where they have to snap it again, so if Amherst doesn't take the time out, I think St. Cecilia will be able to run the clock out here. So, a big effort by Amherst tonight. They really only gave up one huge, huge play in the game. A couple of them, I guess we should say. A 78 and a 64-yard pass. Anderson broke a tackle and ran about 60 more yards, but that's a broken tackle. Here's a handoff up the middle. Rosno, good run again. Going to get about 9 up to the 45. Maybe even give him, excuse me, he, it was second and three, so he's going to get the seven and have the first down. First down Not a whole lot of first downs in this ball game for St. Cecilia. I only had him in the second half. I only had them for four in the second half. 51 seconds to go. St. Cecilia can take a knee if they want. Clint Head, that, that's what he's telling his kids. Snap it one more time and this ball game will be over. As we said, Amherst gets Chase County, and Hastings St. Cecilia goes to Gibbon. Those are their games next week. But Amherst looks like the way they've been playing. This could be a playoff team after just missing out on it last year. Snap to Evans. He's in the shotgun. So he kills a couple extra seconds before he kneels it. And that means they won't have to snap the ball again. And hate. Hastings, St. Cecilia, continues their regular season winning streak. Undefeated last year. They've won 11 straight now in the regular season going back to last year, counting these two. And for the second straight year, they defeat Amherst, although a much more competitive game tonight. It was 35 nothing over at Amherst last year. Tonight, the final score, Hastings, St. Cecilia, 19, and Amherst, 6. This is Doug Duda on the Vibe 98.9 Anyone and NewsChannelNebraska.com from a beautiful and historic Duncan Field saying stay with us. The New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery postgame show is come up here on the Vibe 98.9 and NewsChannelNebraska.com.
0: Some of the region's best athletes become ESPN Tri-Cities Athletes of the Month. You can nominate new athletes and see all the previous awarded athletes at TriCities.com or check them out on Facebook. We never forget a great effort, ESPN Athlete of the Month. Brought to you by Nutrien Ag Solutions, your ag retailer of the future, and the News Channel Nebraska sports team.
3: At Platteville Lexington, Kearney, Heartland, Chevrolet, Buick, Lexington, we are proud to have been serving the local communities of Central Nebraska since 1982. Forty-plus years of taking good care of the best customers anywhere, from a great selection of pre-owned vehicles to new Ford Lincoln Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Chevrolet Buick, Platte Auto, Heartland Chevrolet Buick are the only things you need to know for all your automotive needs. Sales, service, parts, tires, and so much more. Central Nebraska's leader in the automotive industry, Platte Auto, Lexington, Kearney, Heartland Chevrolet Buick.
2: And Doug back with you here on the New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery Post Game Show. Well, we appreciate our friends at New West, certified and fellowship-trained physicians that provide a superior standard of care with no referral necessary. No matter the activity, New West is here to get you back to it. Schedule your appointment today. The final score, Hastings St. Cecilia – 19, and Amherst 6. Other final scores of radio games tonight. It was Cardi Catholic 45, Hershey 7, York 21, Hastings nothing. Adams Central had a 14 to nothing lead late in their ball game over Holdridge. So those were our radio scores for tonight. Other games of interest. With just a minute to go, Seward leads Pius by a score of 20-13. to 13. It is Elkhorn leading Norris with a minute to go, 26 to 24. Columbus beat Lincoln Southwest, coming back to win it 24 to 21, is the final score there. Bishop Newman, who is playing St. Cecilia here in a couple of weeks, rolled Lincoln Lutheran 62 to 10, was the final score in that contest. Uh, Arapaho leading Loomis after three quarters, 36 to 8. Didn't the expect that such a big score ravenna a winner tonight in their contest by a score of 50 to 20 they're up 36 at half uh, uh more than 200 yards tonight for connor booth and he's doing well for uh, bishop newman in that game after he committed to nebraska what else do we got for you here elm creek leading bertrand after three quarters by a score of uh, twenty nine to nothing, Douglas County West beat Wayne thirty eight fourteen. Sand Hill Steadford over Hitchcock County, forty two to twenty. Wisner Pilger beat Laurel Concord Coleridge tonight, thirty two to twenty. The final of that one, North Platte St. Pat's has come back to take a 36-32 lead over Highline with just under four minutes to go in that game between top ten teams. A final, Cambridge over Pleasanton, 58-14. Pleasanton plays Ravenna in that rivalry game next week. Gothenburg comes back to beat McCook tonight by a score of 20-14. And Boone Central all over Aurora in the second half. It was 14-7 at the half. Boone Central 42, Aurora 7-7 is the final score in that contest, Uh, one of the big ones tonight going on. Ord and Norfolk Catholic were also playing a one-versus-two battle in Class C2. All the final scores and information coming up with Bridger Cruz coming up around 10 o'clock tonight just after 10 on our Rivals and Ruts scoreboard show. We're going to take a break and give you all the final numbers of our contest, which St. Cecilia wins over Amherst 19-6 in a moment. Summer's
3: cooling down, but the deals are heating up at Buzz's Marine with September steals. Save big on new fishing boats or pontoons at Buzz's this month, or check out their inventory of certified pre-owned boats. Get the best deal on the boat you want, and still have plenty of time to enjoy the fishing season. Stop by today at 507 Central Avenue in Kearney, or call 308 234 76 to have your boat ready when you arrive. Come save big at Buzz's Marine with their September Steels promotion.
4: Hastings Ford Lincoln wants to buy your vehicle. Due to the current national inventory shortage and rising customer demand, it is a great time to sell your vehicle. Your vehicle is most likely worth more now than it has been for the last year or more. Our experienced staff will evaluate your vehicle and write you a check for actual cash value. Give us a call at 402-303-1072 to see if you're vehicle qualifies and to schedule an appointment with one of our evaluators Hastings Ford Lincoln we are Nebraska
2: and back on the new West Post game show have the unofficial final numbers for Amherst first up tonight it was basically Jesse Tesmer uh, Tesmer 25 carries 133 yards on the ground and kind of split it up 11 for 61 in the first half 14 for 72 in the second half Ben McGee, two carries, negative one. Taysh Hadwiger got sacked twice tonight, seven carries for two yards. So all but one of the yards coming from Tesmer. 34 carries, 134 yards of total offense on the ground. Through the air, Hadwiger, Taysh, the quarterback, three of seven of the first half with an interception for 40 yards. Completed his first two passes in the second half, but in the fourth quarter was 0 of five with an interception. Two of seven with an interception, a touchdown. Touchdown and 14 yards in the second half of the ball. Game Hadrigger, 5 of 14, two picks, one touchdown, 54 yards, and then uh, Malik, of course, on the botched field goal. Actually, Easton had a little four yard completion. So 58 through the air, 134 on the ground. That's 192 yards of total offense, resulting in 12 first downs, two punts, both in the first quarter for an average of 42 yards. The two turnovers were both of the interceptions and four penalties tonight for. Amherst for a total of 30 yards. Their lone touchdown was a two-yard pass from Hadwiger to Carter Riesland on third and goal at the two. It was a bad snap on the extra point, and that was the only six points that they were able to score tonight. We'll come back and take a look at the final numbers for the Blue Hawks of Hastings St. Cecilia right after this. On the New West Postgame Show, when
7: experience matters, E.N.T. Physicians and Family Hearing of Kearney has physicians who are devoted to the medical and surgical treatment of ear, nose, throat, head, and neck disorders in adults and children, providing the community with otolaryngology and audiology services since 1994, along with speech therapy services. With our main office located in Kearney and nine satellite locations located throughout central Nebraska, we provide the highest quality care. See Dr. Conley, Dr. Blakea, Dr. Johnson, and Dr. Clay Smith at Kearney and and see why experience matters to us, specializing in you.
8: For professional service to keep your business running smoothly, call Hellman, Maine, Kostler & Cottle. Don't let your financial accounts become overtaxing. Let Hellman, Maine, Kostler & Cottle take care of the accounting while you worry about taking care of your business. They can do it all, from a large company to small businesses. They make it a priority to do the best to help take the stress out of the numbers. Best of luck to all the area athletes in tonight's game from Hellman,
2: Maine, Kostler, and Cottle. Back on the new post-game show. Let's take a look now at the unofficial final numbers for the Hawks of Hastings, St. Cecilia. Quinn Rosno, 22 carries, 109 yards, more than double what he got last week, but 22 carries, 109 yards. Quarterback Chase Evans, 19 carries, 57 yards, and a rushing touchdown, Dawson Kissinger. One carry for two yards. The team had a fumbled uh, snap that uh, resulted in a negative seven. So overall, 43 rushing attempts, 161 yards in the ball game for Hastings-St. Cecilia. Through the air, Chase Evans, they weren't even sure if he'd played tonight. He was 7 of 13 for 155 yards in the first half with the touchdown. And in the second half, he ended up 2 of 5, for 66 yards, and one of those was a 64-yard completion as uh, there were no touchdowns in the second half for St. Cecilia, just a field goal and a safety. So in the game, I had Evans 9 of 18 with no interceptions, one touchdown, and 221 yards, and uh, 142 of those were on two passes. One was to Kissinger, who broke free, and one was to Anderson. So 221 through the air, 161 on the ground. That's 382 yards of total offense, officially 17 first downs. 3 punts for an average of about 30 yards cuz the last one only went 18. Two fumbles in the ball game and eight penalties for 50 yards against Hastings, St. Cecilia. Again, St. Cecilia did their damage on their first two drives. Chase Evans took it in from one yard out to complete a 95-yard drive that went over seven minutes with 2.52 to go in the first quarter. Allman made the kick, 7 to nothing, and then they went 87 yards, and on third and 12. From the 14, Evans hit a little screen pass to Quinn Rosno, who made a nice move and took it into the end zone. Allman made the kick, 14 to nothing at the 9:45 mark. That's what would take us to halftime. Amherst got the only score of the third quarter at the 6:11 mark on the Hadwig to Riesland two-yard pass, made it 14 to six. And then a 44-yard field goal originally was blocked, but an inadvertent whistle gave him an opportunity to kick it again. It was short. And then Jade Allman was able to complete a St. Cecilia drive with a 26-yard field goal, 7.44 to go in the game, made it 17-6. to They drove down and fumbled the ball at the two-yard line to complete things off, so Amherst still had a chance, but two plays later they were called for holding in the end zone, and that resulted in a safety, making it 19-6. They got the ball back after the free kick, but another interception by Anderson ended the football game. And your final score St. Cecilia, 19, and Amherst, 6. You've been listening to the New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery post-game show, certified and fellowship-trained physicians, providing a superior standard of care with no referral necessary. No matter the activity, New West is here to get you back to it. Schedule your appointment today. Again, coming up just after 10 o'clock, Bridger Cruz with the Ruts and Rivals scoreboard show, scores from around the area and around the state. So we're looking forward to uh, having all of that come your way with updates here this evening as uh, our game's have uh, pretty much all finished up. Uh, Adams Central was the last one to put the cherry on top against Holdridge. They won it 14 to nothing. Hastings lost to York 21 to nothing here. St. Cecilia wins 19 to 6. Carney Catholic, a winner 45 to 7 over Hershey, and Carney High a winner tonight as well out in Fremont. Big night for Abel Molina, two huge touchdown runs at last check in uh, that football game. So another win there for Carney High. They're now 2-0 and and just a couple of weeks away from tangling with Bellevue West. Another, another final, Broken Bow beats Ogallala tonight, 28-22. By the way, if you missed it, it was Boone Central over Aurora by a score of 42-7. to Gothenburg, we told you, beat McCook, and uh, that's the way things went tonight. I think we got you most of the scores from around uh, our area. and we hope you enjoy your weekend. Again, Hastings College Football, an 11 a.m. kickoff a 10 a.m. pregame tomorrow on ESPN in Kearney and Hastings. Enjoy your Labor Day weekend, and we will talk to you Tuesday on ESPN High School Volleyball coming your way from SEM, three top three teams, SEM, Overton, and Axtell. Action gets underway at 5 Tuesday on ESPN. At your
10: friendly and Ford, they know life can be busy, so they have your best interest in mind by providing a quick, easy car buying experience. When looking for a new or pre owned vehicle, and Ford makes it easy for you by offering financing options, pending credit approval, a great selection of vehicles, as well as a friendly sales team that works with you to find a vehicle that will fit your needs and your budget. See the selection today just off I 80 in Aurora or online at FreezenFord.com for sales, service, parts, Trust your friendly freeze and team.
15: This is Tom at Bird's Pharmacy with a reminder to keep yourselves up to date on all your vaccinations. We do have the new Moderna and Pfizer bivalent COVID vaccine available Monday through Friday, eight to six, and on Saturday, eight thirty to ten. Also, a reminder: it's not too late for flu vaccine, shingles, and pneumonia is also available on a walk-in basis. And we do have a new app, RX Local. That is RX L O C A L. Text Rx local to 64860 and it's got a lot of great features for you. Any questions? Tom at Birds Pharmacy, 402 462 4466, 1021 West 14th Street and Family Medical Center.
3: Whether you're on the field or at the office, chiropractic care is important to your health. See FloRang Chiropractic and Wellness on 2nd Avenue in Kearney and find out how he can get you back in line with your body and health. Reese FloRang
9: or Rang Chiropractic and Wellness is a very proud supporter of our area athletes
0: Thank you for being a part of this 98.9 The Vibe High School sports presentation. For a complete broadcast schedule, coaches, interviews, and past game recordings, go to newschannelnebraska.com.
10: And thanks for listening to 98.9 The Vibe.